Hey guys, welcome back to the Anime Collector, and welcome to the OTA Podcast with me and my co-host, Donjobo Agi. Hey, hey, so right now we're on the New York hour. Right now we're in the New York hour, and it is 11-16-2007, or in this case, 11-17-2017. And what podcast number are we on this time, AC? Uh, I believe it's 13. 13, ooh. Oh, and I forgot to. <laughs> it's like I just I just gave you crap behind the scenes about making sure you uh, muted the <laughs> the video where the chat is, and I I didn't do it. <laughs> That's all right. Nobody heard it though because it was in my headphones. Uh, anyway, all right. So um, first things first. What's what's going on? Um, do you have any any anything interesting happen? Well, uh, online, someone asked who the best girl was in the Bible, and I obviously said salt. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, finally saw Casablanca. Okay. Like like the delivery, like the wit that was in the dialogue, really disliked the Looney Tunes. Why is my camera 4 by 3 right now? That's weird. He wants to do smaller fractions or whole numbers. Yeah, well. We changed that one time. As you're fixing that, can you pop me okay. the YouTube chat? Uh, yeah. You, do you not have access to that link? There we go. Why did that fix that? That's so bizarre. I just had to disable it and turn it back on. Anyway, um, yeah, I'll, I'll link it to you. It's, All right. I have a lot going on there now. Let's see. That's where I need to send it. There you go. Okay, so um, uh, on my end, some interesting news. Something dropped today on Mr. Nice Guy's channel. Anti-Tuber Anthology 3, which I will be taking part in. And I've got a really ambitious project I'm going to do for it, assuming rendering time is there, which it probably won't be, let's be real. But... Uh, uh, but yeah, that's that's what I'm up to. Um, so I want to welcome Danny and FDDNM to the podcast, our usual early birds. Although Danny is saying he he'll be joining us in about a half hour. Okay. Um. Anyway, so we've got some interesting news regarding Kickstarter. It looks like we've got some viewers popping in now, so we can probably probably. Let me join the call from the other computer real quick, so I can okay. bring up those links. Ooh. And then let me switch that off. There we go. Uh, there we go. Come on. I read and agreed to the terms. Join the call. Are you joining? Are you joining yet? I'm in. Oh. And I will screen share... Uh, Google Chrome not responding. <laughs> Installing. There we go. Share. All right, guys. So interesting news. The Kickstarter. Well, not really interesting, but first I want to re recap <clears throat> what we're looking at on Yasuhiro 
EDA's animation film, Halloween Pajama in Seattle. Why is this not sharing my screen correctly? Try that again. What is going on here? Share. <laughs> oh, man. Ooh. It says Google is, it says it's sharing my screen, but it's not. So I'm going to stop the screen share. Okay, I'm going to leave the call on this computer and rejoin. This isn't, this isn't going the way it was supposed to. <laughs> Technical difficulties here. Um, yes, join the call, join. Last time we had to do this too, where I had to like, okay, this, it's, it's moving a lot faster now. This should do it. Share screen. There we go. Now it's backwards on me. Let's see. There we go. Okay, that's what we wanted. So, um, sadly, looks like the trending is starting to really dip down. Still has 18 days to go. Uh, I actually reached out to uh, Yasuhiro EDA and asked him if he wanted to um, join the podcast and uh, promote it tonight, but there's a scheduling conflict, so he's not going to be joining us. He's working because uh, it's like 2 p.m. in Tokyo right now. So anyway, um, but I got to say this Kickstarter has been one of the most interesting that I've followed so far. Uh, for, first of all, just to make this clear, in case you don't know who Yasuhiro Irie is, this, this is the director of um, Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood, which is the highest rated anime on both Anime Planet, My Anime List, and I'm sure countless other sites. Uh, so doing has been really interesting is, uh, unlike some Kickstarters, uh, he's actually, like, you know, you get like an update every single day, and there's actual content, you know, pretty much. So... Uh, recently, he did a Q and A where he uh, where he actually um, he drew. Uh, it said it said animation on the in the description, but it, what he ended up doing was instead of animating, he just he drew a from beginning to end, you know, like an art piece of the character uh, while answering questions. So that was pretty cool. Um, he also has been animating uh, on his own time just a bunch of stuff for the project, um, just doing rough animation. And he's been submitting it or sharing stuff he animated years ago. And he keeps saying like, uh, the animation for the final product will be even better. And it's like, it looks it looks really cool the way it is. I actually wouldn't mind if, if it was all rough because the rough animation look just has a, has a really neat. Um, anyway, here's the, uh, the real interesting news regarding Kickstarter. Pals at Under the Dog. All of a sudden, we've got this major uptick. Now, this actually ends in nine hours. And they're like 93%, I think. What was it? Yeah, that's trending at 115. I think they're currently at 93%. Um, something I, I saw recently. I don't remember where I saw that, but I know that I saw that number. Um, so, this looks a little bit fishy. <laughs> I... Part of me suspects that they uh, that they actually are backing it themselves because they didn't actually need the money by backing it themselves and just barely getting to the um, 
that's possible. But another very, very real possibility is that see the 14th a little early. I was going to say that when you can, you can tell Kickstarter to remind you that, that when something's going to end and it usually it'll remind you two days prior, right? Or 48 hours prior to it ending. So, um, so it's kind of interesting that, that this spiked up early. Um, I will say, as you can see here, um, we were just looking at Halloween Pajama. Uh, Yasuhiro Irie is a backer of this project. I just got an email about this tonight. So he backed the project. Uh, I don't know what tier. Um, I don't know, you know, as a fellow creator trying to do, it, it seems like, uh, oh, you can see all my comments here. I'm on the wrong, I'm on the comments page in order. Go to the campaign portion. Um, I wonder I couldn't see the right stuff. Uh, let's see. So, Again, I don't I don't know what he pledged, but I imagine he probably pledged a lot uh, as a fellow creator, trying to support other creators. Hopefully, I, I think I, I think he might be hoping that they end up turning around and doing the same thing for him. But I don't know. I don't know what's going on behind the scenes. So this is all speculation. So uh, let's say last week uh, or last podcast, or even just like two days ago or three days ago, uh, the trending was like right here. It was, it didn't look like it was going to get anywhere, but this major uptick looks like it's probably actually going to, going to get there. And that kind of sucks because I don't want to spend $285 right now, but, uh, we'll see. Um, I'm probably going to actually, um, cancel my, my pledge just because it's, it's not getting anything that I actually care about. Uh, and anyway, so, uh, that's the Kickstarter news. You got anything you want to say, Augie? Um, well, for the first one, since it's at 18 days left, it still has plenty of time to bounce back and recover from it. Like, what? Yeah. what's the money amount goal as per now and for what they want? Goal converted from yen to U.S. dollar, $86,000. 86000 Which is $176,000. Basically, just under one hundred seventy. So okay. it's probably, that's probably overshooting it unless, I mean, it's hard to say. Who knows? But uh, it's, you he's only at like the, 30%. Then again, you would think with the director with that much pull, he would, or that much credit, he might get some pull from other studios yeah. for this. I, I think, I think he just needs more marketing going out there. I don't think, I, well, yeah. two things. I don't think enough people know about this. Um I don't think enough people know about it. And I also think that the tiers that result in actual physical copies are too high and that the, uh, there's no Blu-ray tier. I've heard those are the two major complaints I've heard from people who decided not to back it is that there's no Blu-ray. Uh, the tier for a physical release is just too high in general. So if you ever decide to make a Kickstarter for an animated project, those are complaints that you guys should always take to heart. There should always, in, in my opinion, there should always be a tier if you're doing a physical release for just the DVD, just the Blu-ray, you know, and then yeah. you can charge more than a typical DVD because it's going to cost you more to make it because it'd be a limited amount. So that's totally fine. If you want to charge maybe 80 bucks for, for a DVD or Blu-ray uh, tier, that's, that's totally cool, uh, especially if you're going to do something special with it, like chipboard art box and all that stuff. But uh, you got to have a tier that's that's as low as it can be with just that. You know, you don't need to print thirty thousand more books just for people who only want the DVD. You know? Yeah. You know what I mean? 
So, what you mean. But on the flip side, anyway, under the dog, other they, there has to be a studio behind it too. We'll see. I I don't know. I I haven't. I honestly haven't sat down and read enough of it. I just personally, I really dig the. Uh, I was talking about under the dog, not the uh, oh. Seattle Halloween par- pajama. Yeah, no, I think that there's, I, you know, the weirdest thing about Under the Dog is that they, okay, so, uh, okay, so, so, some major stuff with Under the Dog is that they're not using, uh, um, who knows why that is. They released, uh, from what I read on the comments of the uh, Kickstarter, they released a video trailer or whatever to promote the uh, the Kickstarter on YouTube, and it's restricted uh, to where it won't play in the United States. So potentially, if that hadn't been the case, there might have a lot more backers, who knows? But... Um, I hate to say it, you know, because I, I wanted Under the Dog to succeed when they originally did it, uh, and uh, they had a lot of hiccups, um, many of which were not their fault, but it's just turning into a train wreck, you know? Um, yeah. Anyway, so a little bit of other news, just to jump around a little bit more, uh, regarding somewhat regarding Kickstarter, is the uh, Fist of the North Star bilingual ebook Kickstarter campaign ended and raised uh, 22.9 million yen which is about $201,981. So that's that's 30,000-ish more than uh, what Yasuhiro EDA is looking to get. Um, and it was all for a digital... I mean, that's that's probably way over their goal because people actually wanted it, you know? Um, but uh, the problem with this is that it's an ebook, right? I don't... I mean... What is maybe there's maybe there was a tier for physical release for bilingual physical you know, release. I looked at it in passing. I couldn't hear any of that. And, and it was partially uh, a manga. It's not that I don't like manga, but I don't remember looking at it and, and choosing starter. Why? Pro- project to publish all 18. 18- volumes of the series digitally on new e1 book device so they like created a new device or there is a new device that they strict this doesn't seem seated <laughs> uh, honestly um anyway so do we have one more no we'll move on to this in a minute so let me catch up on the chat real quick uh this welcome uh, you got your name on Blu-ray. You, didn't, you got the standard edition. Um, yeah, the stream quality is not really good at the moment because I barely could hear what you what you just said. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. It's, let me um, let off me off leave like that for a little bit. Let me leave the call over here for a minute. I'm too close to the camera. <laughs> Ugh, scoot it back. So, scoot it back. Uh, I can't scoot that back. Basically, the chat right now is talking about your name uh, just got released. Right. And yes, the the non-standard edition, the the limited edition, is the Death Parade style box with splits, which I feel like that's a design that you got to take advantage of when there's an opportunity to use it for yeah. Blu-ray, you know. And Death Parade, it worked, and I think your name. I don't think it's I don't think it's too bad that they that they decided to do it that way. They're annoying. 
Um, cause they're like, when you try to pull them out, they like come apart, you know, out of your bookcase. But, uh, but I think that I, I can, I can understand why they made that choice. Well, if you um, that, put like a plastic sleeve over it. Yeah. If they, yeah. Yeah. If, uh, if they had done that, that would make it easier. Um, or even better, like a, I don't know, like there's, there's a million ways you could do it differently and, and better and stuff. Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, let's see. FDDM says Yasuhiro EDA better have pledged just to say, hope you fail. <laughs> Actually, uh, speaking of which, I, I love the comments on that, on the under the dog Kickstarter. Let me read, I'll read some of them to you real quick. Right. Um, oh, there's new ones too. There's a lot of new ones all of a sudden. Um, my favorite comment is from Gabriella Creighton. Is this new? Is this the new hit anime series? How to tank your your Kickstarter project? <laughs> That's my favorite comment so far. Um, a lot of other people had a lot of really great points. Um, last last three days pledges look very suspicious. Yeah, <laughs> people are calling them out. Um, the same happened with Implosion Zero Day. I'll be happy if it works, no matter cause. I want more under the dog. I I the people who are this it, like enthusiastic about under the dog i feel like they're sock puppets <laughs> to be honest with you just because um i don't i don't know it looked cool like the the trailer that they did for the original under the dog and then the actual animation we got wasn't bad but it didn't look anything like that like they didn't have i don't remember the the like there's just a lot of stuff that took place in the trailer that absolutely did not show up in the in the actual ova um, I get what you're saying. There's people that I, sorry, there's people that I know that, that will just like something just for name. Like, for example, when Aniplex released Garden of Sinners, there were some people who legitimately liked it. Then there's some people that wanted it because, ooh, it's that much. I have to get that. Yeah. Which, so sadly for those, a lot of them that I see, see, don't really have that much, but. Oh, then again, then again, I figured that there would be more people like that around where you live, AC. Yeah. Hold on, kitchen blood chat real quick. Control usually me. Chat, chat. I haven't seen one for the second on a dog. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but still, it baffles you know, me. It's funny. It's funny. After you know, mentioned that that Crunchyroll usually always makes an article about crowdfunded anime, but this time he hasn't seen one for Under the Dog. Maybe that's because Under the Dog has chosen not to go with them for their streaming. No, that's probably true. But it's kind of strange for these two Kickstarters because they're both prominent people. Mm -hmm. Under the Dog should have just been funded by Bandai. And this other guy, granted, it's a passion project. I understand that. It's your child. It's your baby. But how come he... He directed Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, but can't get his project on the ground? Well, I mean, he's got a... What I'm saying is he's a big name in the anime industry. Like, he's done a lot of things that... Uh, it's it's kind of interesting if you think about it, because he's one of those people... Well, like, think about it this way. Um, when you think of anime directors, you don't think of Yasuhiro Ida. You don't think about the director of Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. What you think of is Hayao Miyazaki. You think of um, Shinji Aramaki or uh, 
Hideaki Anno. You know, you, these are people that come to mind. Um, Mamoru Oshii. You know, these are the names that come to mind when you think about director. You don't think about the directors of shows that often. You know, especially because a lot of times there's there's multiple directors, and he was um, he's listed, if I recall correctly, as the director, and then also like episode director on certain episodes. So I, I don't know. I'm not exactly sure, but it's just he's. If you go through his his stuff on Anime News Network, he's been a part of some really impressive projects, you know. Oh, yeah. And from what I've seen of his uh, of his animation ability and stuff, like the guy's got some serious talent. And it's kind of um, it's kind of sad that he's. I, I I would have liked to see him already above the threshold and are and and reaching stretch goals like that would be where we're at right now is oh is he going to reach the stretch goal not oh is he going to make it at all you know um i'm hoping that if the kickstarter fails he'll come back to it in a month or two and do it again you know uh with a little bit more um uh we like let's say he'll think out the tiers a little differently maybe add a blu-ray option you know uh, read the comments um, in the thing and really get it, which I don't think Under the Dog is going to do at all, <laughs> to be honest with you. I feel like they're going to barely make it, and then uh, they're just going to shit all over us all over again. <laughs> but anyway, so um, every time we do this, FDM, you talk so much. Uh, I, oh, actually, um, potentially next podcast, he'll be, he'll be joining us as a co-host. So that'll make this a little easier. He can just talk to us instead of filling up the chat. Although it is interesting that uh, the comments on my channel analytics skyrocket every time you're in the chat, FUAM. <laughs> okay, awesome. Thank you. Those are called digipacks. Yeah. I've been wondering the, what that, that... Yeah, I've been wondering what that's been called. Yeah. I, Thank I, I you. Thank you. Um, those are the ones... The digipacks are the ones that... Um, the majority of those... Before the Malaysian bootlegs, those are the, the Hong Kong bootlegs that would have the, the plastic sleeve. You take them out and they open up. In fact, um, I don't remember if I showed reference, this. If you look at this, viewers, this is well, that's a that's that's an extended digipack. A normal digipack is like how they did Mind Game. Oh, you finally got that now. Yeah, so I finally got Mind Game. I don't know if I talked about this. It, just to jump through pickups real quick. I don't know if I talked about this, but I also got Skip Beat. So um, I arrived as we did the podcast. FDDM actually sent me a picture of his. Of uh, I'm not going to open mine. I'm going to leave it nice for now, so I'm not going to look. But uh, he sent me a picture of his, and his had it was printed off, like the the it was cut, like the the printing on the back page was all cut. So, um, anyway, so let me let me catch up on this uh, chat because you guys keep moving forward, and I'm I keep rereading the there's, same. There is no guys. There's only one guy. It's probably a device. We got behind that. Uh, pulling thing. Putting a thing in half to access disk is bad enough, and then they get digipack on top of that digipacks possible to replace. That's true. That's very true. Um, crack teeth, they rip you. Yep. Uh, Garden of Sinners is now on Anime Strike. As much as I don't like the way Anime Strike is handled like a lot of people, I admire the fact that they are the first place to officially distribute Garden of Sinners. Um, well, they're the first place to stream it. Under the Dog was probably not made uh, an article of because there was no actual anime in this project. That's true. Uh, plus, writing being on Crunchyroll, but it had an article. Yeah, I, I get that, but they also created a physical release. The whole thing about it was a physical release. With this under the dog project, all they're doing is streaming it, and they're choosing not to stream it on a good place. They're doing their own thing where you can only stream it for a year. 
Okay, cool. All right. Uh, and I missed one here. We should offer to produce an English dub. Yeah. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know anybody who could. Well, actually, I do have uh, my sister-in-law's sister-in-law is a voice actor at Funimation. So maybe maybe we could. <laughs> um, anyway, so I'm all caught up. Let's. Uh, you want to do pickups real quick, and then we'll get back into the news? Or yeah, Sure. I'll do mine first, and we can go from there. I gotta, so, uh, I gotta open this one still. So, so as I said, I as well had skip beat, and when we were doing the podcast last time, it was at where I was. It was at where I get my mail. Okay, so you had it last time. It just wasn't. I had there. it last time. Just didn't get it. So locally, from a friend, I finally bought this from him. So now I have all of uh, Wings of Rain. Are those? Green. Did those have a dub on them? Is that there's two separate releases? This is the uh, Hominay's release. Let's see. If I recall, this is sub only. English subtitles, Japanese audio. Actually, never mind. It's behind that top row because it's next to Orbatler, never mind. That makes sense. So if I understood right, this play in the Orbatler Dunbine series, this takes place right after Garzy's wing. Does it? I don't remember where. Oh, don't grab mine. I don't. I don't know where. I, what order I put them in. That's awesome, long Dio, So it's got to be right here. Oh. I'm. I'm really glad I left the uh, camera on you. I think. Okay, you so I have the mine. Baby. No, I have mine at Or Battler Dunbine, then Garzy's Wing, then Wings of Rain. Okay. So, technically, uh, for now, I believe I've completed all of Aura Battler Dumbine because I got the OVA for Aura Battler from Bootleg. There's yeah. No yeah, I got so the what, same thing. What uh, what barcode? Go go for the first one. What does your barcode end in? Okay. One, it ends with... Zero? Uh, well, that depends. Outside the barcode or within the yeah, barcode? the check digit. The outside barcode is zero. So it's eight zero. Then the next one is nine seven. And then one after that is zero three. Yes. Okay. I, I'm pretty sure that there's a second release of these that's a lot harder to get a hold of. That well, has... the only difference in your other release that you're talking about is one of these cards. We're talking about one of these cards. Uh, oh, oh, does yours have a ventricle card or whatever? Yes. Interesting. Yeah, I don't have I don't have the electrical card on any of mine. Okay, yeah, oh, wait, yeah, you do. You have it. So I'm there's sure. releases that have that and releases that don't have that, if I can recall. I never I never opened mine, so I didn't notice. Speaking of never opened, I also got this from a friend. Finally, a sealed copy of Pony Pony and Dash, the starter box. Yeah, that's just the starter box. A friend of mine bought the sealed that for my copy birthday. of Pony Pony Dash Volume Six. <laughs> Is that the? Is it rare now or? No, then the sealed copy of Pony Pony Dash Volume Five with the Sukebandeka cover. Yep. Then the sealed copy of Volume Four. But what's this? Oh, the sealed copy of Volume Three. Ooh. And it skipped and jumped and landed in my hand. And lastly. Lastly, get in the car because it's volume one sealed of Funny Funny Dash. 
You okay? You look a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I'm just I'm just looking at out. chat. Uh, I want to thank Genshin Shiruzu uh, joining the chat right now. New to the channel. Um, I will get to your comment in a minute. Um, a friend of mine bought me Panty Pony Dash uh, for my birthday one year. Yeah. And um, he bought it on Right Stuff, and it took forever to get to my house because uh, Right Stuff was like, I don't know why, but for a while they were really skeptical of credit cards registered to a certain address, but shipping to a different address. So it right. took like months for me to finally get it. Was this back um, when uh, Right Stuff was competing prices with like Amazon and eBay? I don't know. I've heard that by was, rumor. I don't even know if that's even true. Probably, I want to say at the latest, it was 2008. It was probably 2007. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was 2007 when it happened. Anyway. Okay. Um, so you have more, you said? I do have more. And now we go to to uh, pick to regular pickups. And what's your opinion on Nuku Nuku? Um, that Nuku I think Nuku. it's worth seeing once. But you, and it's not bad. I don't think it's. I don't think it's bad. But I also don't think that it's. Like, it's not like I said. It's not something I'm going to sit down and watch once a year. You know, like. Oh, come on. What? <laughs> it's like Outlaw Star, just silly. Or, or, or est. We're at est now. But anyway, there is one part of it that's bad, and why train why. And that is uh, the pie. The Crusader video release. Oh, Crusader. what the hell is that? <laughs> so yeah. now I can say I have the complete collection with all tracks. Cool. Ooh. Maybe maybe in a because our podcast is magic. Maybe now Discotech will release one with all tracks. <laughs> maybe maybe used to you can find the Crusader video dub or in, or some call it the IKSS Films dub. Which wrongfully voiced Nuku Nuku, Rionosuke's Ryan, and they chose some interesting ways to release this. So, from one of our, one of the people selling in the groups that we're in, I finally got a, a light novel anime called Arcana Famagoria, which I have no idea if I pronounced that right. Interesting. The Serving Crime Edge. Severing Crime Edge. Severing Crime Edge. I have a DVD and, of that. Haven't watched it and, though. And finally, Curb Cuse, Cur, Cube Cursed Curious C3. Something I've been wanting to rewatch. Well, not rewatch, but finish. <laughs> But wait, there's more, which this should be deja vu. Uh, Children of Lost Voices. Oh, cool. That's the f I, ha I have that, I, I believe. I just I still haven't original, watched it. That's the, original uh, that's release the last thing the... I haven't seen. I have, is there an original? Who released the original? There was an original release. Then Toonami showed it. It sold out, so they re-released it as this uh, combination pack. I have the DVD release. Okay. I got the combination pack cause like like he said with uh, Bodacious Space Pirates the movie it was one of those cheap ones that you find and you just get. By the way, between the last two weeks, I watched all of 
bodacious space pirates and the movie. Cool. I just haven't seen the movie yet. Yeah. Does it make up uh, for the ending? <sighs> you have to see it. Okay. And at the moment until December something, uh, Lupin the Third, the Alcatraz collection. So at the moment, moment I have all episodes released of Lupin over in the U.S. at this time. Cool. And just like you last week, I got Vampire Vixens. Ooh, she's wearing... She's wearing clothes. Ooh. So this past weekend, I was at the Hemicon Mini helping with the viewing room, and shock, surprise, and dismay, they had DVDs over there. One of the things that I got, got which... I think I got it for a still. It's not really an anime series, but it's cataloged, and that's a Chinese ghost story. Oh, yeah. I forgot. We talked about that behind the scenes. I also have that. Then I got an upgrade and a gift from a friend. The upgrade I got is Landlocked, which my pre the. Well, current version I have is water damage, but I'll show you next podcast to cast for comparison. I can't Unless, remember if I have that or not. I, th- I think I do. If G should be right here if I do. JKL. Go ahead, keep, keep going. Okay, and a gift from my friend, which I already have, but I don't have this edition, so I'm not going to say anything. It was nice of him to give me this. Is Suzuka the complete collection? Okay. And one of your favorite people, boxes. People who have who know about Suzuka. I bought that show specifically because I remember seeing a quote somewhere where it said on the box, Suzuka is a real bitch. And I thought that was really funny. And I bought it. I can't find it anywhere on the Funimation boxes at all. I have the art box with the individual DVDs. Where where was that? Where was that? That it actually had that line. Do you remember that? Do you remember seeing that? That was like a running gag in my friend group uh, in my anime club in uh, like 2007. Sadly, I wasn't. Sadly, I was in high school and not in your anime club, so I wouldn't yeah, know. But I was also in high school, but uh, don't. Does anybody else remember that? Am I? Wait, we graduated the same year. What? Graduated the same year. I graduated in 2007. Yeah. Oh well, bond years. <laughs> Um, all right. So anyway, uh, is that is that your final pickup? Because I've only got a couple. And that's it. Yeah. So I I did not skip out this time. <laughs> all right. So I showed you guys Mind Game and Skip Beat King. Um, I also have I got the Digiview release of Defenders of Space. Um, huh, I thought you had that release. I I have the uh, the East West. Entertainment ah. LLC release, not the DigiView release. Uh, just for the record, these are kind of dubious as to whether or not they're legitimate or not. Um, I kind of, I don't want to go into it right now. I'll do it in the bootleg series eventually. But uh, DigiView and East West Entertainment LLC, especially, uh, didn't have the rights to these. Just so you know, so they're they're in a gray area of bootlegging. Um, now, I also just got the Dragon Ball Z. Amazon exclusive Blu-ray collection, but this one was 
really like junked up. So I, I requested a replacement from Amazon, which is what's in this box. I'm going to open it up later into the podcast just to check and see if this one's all busted up too. The best thing I bought, and I actually bought this like two podcasts ago and it took forever for them to ship it to me because it was coming from the UK, even though it's the American release. I got the super rare Legend of the Condor Hero volumes one through seven in the art box. And I got to say, the person who developed this art box is probably the worst graphic designer ever because of all the things to put on the on the end label, why do I have to look at this enormous sash? <laughs> what are they thinking? <laughs> Looking at it, is it, do you know if that's supposed to be based off of a Chinese ballet? Uh, it's based on the um, martial arts novel, Legend of the Condor Hero. Okay. It's, a, it's the Louis Cha... Yeah, Louis Cha. Um, it says right here, based on the classic martial arts novel by Louis Cha. So uh, there's also there there's probably already there probably is a ballet. I know there's a live action drama series about it. Um, so uh, this was released by Tai Seng Entertainment, which is the same uh, DVD company that released um, Champion Joe. I always forget what that's that's that is what it's called. The Ashitano Joe, yes, Joe movie. Joe. Yeah. So um, anyway, um, so I think. Now that I have this, I've completed their entire library from Tai Seng Entertainment. Um, and that are that's all. Oh, one more pickup. You have another pickup, too. You just forgot about it. Let me yeah, go grab I it. I did. Well, as we wait, uh, I... I'm back. Okay. <laughs> um, so... In our last podcast, we chose to watch Golden Boy and Salaryman Kintaro, right? And I told you guys we wouldn't be spoiling anything if you weren't able to watch Salaryman Kintaro. Boy, was I wrong. This show is absolutely incredible. It's probably now my third favorite anime of all time. Uh, turns out, this is the last pickup I have, there's a live-action movie directed by Takashi Miike. Um, I am halfway through it. I haven't, I haven't had a chance to finish it. Um, but yeah, the show is amazing. We'll talk about that later on in the podcast a little bit. I'll try not to give you guys spoilers because it's just incredible. It's such a, it's incredible in ways that it shouldn't be. <laughs> um, so anyway, I'm going to go ahead and catch up on the chat now a little bit. I'm going to, um, Genshin, I'm going to skip your comment until Augie's back so he can, uh, get in on that. Oh, Augie is back. All right. Hold on real quick. Augie, do you want to? Talk about the live action uh, thing, or you're not in the headphones yet. Okay. Do you want to talk about the live action? Do you want to talk about that DVD before I, I go on to reaching out to the chat again? All right. So quickly, chat? I too also have this, as you said, said, and I forgot one more. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you weren't even complete, the complete collection, the box that I've been wanting. That's the, the re-release box, isn't it? No, this is the original. You want to see my box? Yep. Oh, you didn't that come like in a gun box? Uh, yeah, uh, box. Uh, it's like it's like the uh, the original anime to, to actually do that. Macross should be it's right here. Uh, yeah. Votoms was the first one. Did Votoms do that too? Yeah, with a metal box. Uh, but that's like a lunch box. This is the one I have. Okay. I actually so, yeah, I got release. First I wanted this show to be a lot better than it was. 
Yeah. So if I understand the releases right, what you got was the first was the collector's set or Yeah, I have the I have the seven disc um art box like I have the, the thick one, the original release. There's a thin pack and then there's a, a re-release thin pack. Because ADV right. towards the end of their lifespan, all of a sudden they they re-released a bunch of their top hitters with new artwork on the shows. Yep. So so the yellow one was the was the first thin I pack. The yellow, I thought the okay. Well, I could be wrong. The I red was one the was the re-release. Yeah, because they because they went with a lot of yellow colors for their re-release for some reason. I I don't know. Um, anyway, so let's catch up on the chat here. So uh, Genshin Shiruzu says, "I don't have much to say, but I'm new to your channel. Just discovered you this week. A question I have is, what is your overall favorite OVA that's unrelated slash has nothing to do?" With a manga or anime? That is a really tough question to answer. <laughs> let me ask, let me let me double check something. I, want, I don't know if it's related to an anime or not. I can tell you. No, I, tell I, me if I'm, I'm wrong. Was, wrong. Tell me if I'm wrong. I would say Galaxy Furin U uh, Yuna. Fraulein, Galaxy Fraulein Yuna. Yeah. Um. I, I didn't love that. I didn't, I didn't think it was bad, but I, I also didn't really love it. I've got I've got one in my head that I think is not based on a manga, but it probably is. Um, but Anime News Network doesn't want to load it. Okay, there it goes. It's called... Japanese keyboard makes this difficult <laughs> to get the plus sign in there. I'm just double-checking. Uh, yeah, I know you went on to talk about Cyber City Oedo. Uh, as being one of your favorites. I saw that in the chat. Well, he knows where to stick the thumb. <laughs> I could probably find something here. Um, I don't know. That's a really good question. Okay, it's the, trick, well, the trick is original no, OVA. All right. Uh, no, it is based on a manga. Dang it. I was going to say 1 plus 2 equals paradise, but there is a manga for that. Um... I don't know. I can't, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. I'll come back to you with that. I'll have to, I'll have to think about that. I've got so much I've seen. Like I'm, I'm actually nearing my 1,000th completed anime pretty soon. Um, so it's kind of hard to... And I also don't read a lot of manga, so I don't know if... I mean, I've got stuff that I could probably... If I had a list in my head of stuff that wasn't related to a manga, I could probably tell you. You know what? No, that is a manga too, doesn't it? Hold on. I was going to say Karas. But I think I think they made a manga tie in to the anime. I don't know. Um, let me move on to the chat and I'll see maybe we'll come back to it. Uh, so Lance Power says, I got your name Blu-ray uh, DVD combo standard edition for $17 new at local FYE because someone bought it and sold it back without opening it. It was brand new. Um, if oh, I had to choose FD News says he remembers back when when Right Stuff didn't do PayPal. You know what I remember? I remember when Funimation used to sell things on the Z store. Yeah. Again, that's not too hard to remember because that was a that was a add-on. You cut out. You totally froze and cut out. That was an add-on. It was an ad back when we watched uh, Speed Graffer. Oh yeah, that's true. That was that was so that, yeah, like two thousand seven range, around there. So ten years ago, dude. Um. Anyway, let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. 
FTDM says, I bought Cyber City because a clip on YouTube called The Worst Dub had a scene with a hilarious line. That dub isn't that bad. Mishu and Tora, cool. Nice. Um, Not perfect, but it wasn't that bad. For what? Uh, Cyber City. Oh, the dub? Yeah, yeah I didn't... I, I think people just find lines that are, that are translated funny. Like, there's a line in... Uh, Genma Wars that is so funny. I don't remember if it's in the subtitled version or the dub version. I think it's in I think it's in the uh, the dub version. Uh, and it's it's one of those things where it's it's out of context. The uh, there's a character who is pregnant or like incubating a demon and um, it's like a demon baby. And there's a line where this character has to go take care of something. He says, as soon as I get back, I'm going to beat that baby out of you. <laughs> like, it's just such a funny line out of context with the rest of the show. So they, they people take clips like that and they put them into, they just call it, it's just called worst job to get you to click. Yeah, it's terrible, um, but it does have some good moments. Okay. Uh, I read that little clip. Augie is a fool for getting but a measly DVD-only copy. Augie didn't get the DVD-only. What are you talking about? For what? The Ushio Aura. Oh, okay. No, um, I, well, you had to wait two months, so yeah. Genshin Shiruzu says that that, that clip is from the UK dub. Um, to the, he says, he, I love the clip uh, Sengoku talking smack to Benton. I also love the opening song for 808, full of 90s nostalgia. Hmm. Uh, so the Blu-ray quality isn't fantastic. Abushinatora needed less grain, if unintentional. I think it's rumbling. Kimi, Kimi Nozo, Rumbling Hearts does say, um, I think it says Betrayal's a bitch or something Betrayal's like that. I, I know that it says that. I, I specifically know that I was not thinking of that when I with Suzuka because I, I remember... I, I got a, a kick out of the fact that Funimation was throwing that in titles, and I knew that they did that on that one. So it's it's something completely different. I don't know. I'm just going to look it up real quick, see if I can find it. Um, are you, so are you sure it's not one of those Photoshop images? No. It was an official... Uh, it was. It might have been like one of the... It might have been one of these. You know, one of the right stuff ah, okay. uh, things. Um, like where Funimation... Because Funimation did those too for a while during the time when they had um, oh, they had something I forget what it's called but they had a they had a club thing where you could send in um, basically you just told them that you had a club and they would send you single DVDs right, right. Um, I forgot what that thing was called I still remember the name of the my correspondent at uh, Funimation Sophie McNutt was the correspondent I had so okay so Carlos the prophecy is going to be my my pick for a favorite OVA not tied to a uh, to a manga, I I believe there's a, a a comic manga in the DVD, but it's a tie-in. It's not based on it. Um, so that's my answer to you. Or anyway, oh dang, I was gonna look for. Oh yeah, I was, forgot what I was gonna look for when I came back here. Suzuka is a real bitch. Let's see if I can find where that said that because I, I I was so disappointed. And something else, let me just grab it real quick. Here, it's right here. Something else I always thought was funny is the idea that uh, apparently. Kodansha just couldn't be bothered with uh, with volume two. <laughs> you know? There you go. So, um, 
but I swear to God, I remember seeing it somewhere and it, it cracked me up. I always remembered, it's like, it says love is not a spectator sport. I remember it being something like this where it was Suzuka is a real bitch, you know, or something like that. I don't remember, but I just, it was so funny. Anyway, all, all the... Wait a minute. Wait for, did you talk about the poll? I did not. Oh, we should get on that quick because it's about to end. Um, so on my Twitter... Twitter, Twitter, tweet, tweet. I have a Twitter poll um, for what we're going to watch next podcast, and I need you guys to jump on that now if you haven't already. So it's at CypherusMC on Twitter, S-E-I-F-E-R-U-S-M-C. The Twitter poll, I'm going to retweet it right now. I'm going to unretweet and re-retweet it so that I can uh, bring it back to the top. Actually, no, it finally it ended. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> um, so Charge Man, it only got four votes. Um, so I can tell you two of them went to Charge Man Ken, one of them went to Blackjack the movie, and one of them went to Ninja Cadets. So if anybody wants to, uh, anybody who didn't vote on it, um, who wants to vote in the chat right now, uh, we can uh, we can do it that way. So I'm going to type into the chat just so that you can visually see what I was talking about, uh, what the titles were. So... Charge Man Ken. By the way, Amazon only has one copy of the Blu-ray for Blackjack the movie in stock right now. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, so FD&M voted for Blackjack? No, he voted for Charge Man Ken. He said, "Okay, uh, let me let me catch up on the dub, on the dub on the uh, chat before we." Well, uh, at least I uh, wish there was a. There needs to be being uh, shipped to uh, Africa. <laughs> there needs to be a a way to click on comments and like highlight like so I can keep track of where I left off. Um, yeah. So okay. Yeah. Um, FDDM goes on to say, uh, God damn, my DVZ still ain't shipped. Yeah. Uh, I, I was going to tell you this stuff. I, I decided to wait till the podcast <laughs> to tell you about that. Cause earlier today he was talking about how he ordered it from Amazon, uh, nor Amazon, you, the U S Amazon and he's in Canada and it still hasn't shipped for him yet. And I, I now have two copies of it in my house. Um, what would it take to get him to, to move to move. America. <laughs> I don't know. Probably a career. Um, is that an 80 series? Karas? Karas is, um, it was, that came out, I think, in 2005, 2006. It was the 50th anniversary of Tatsunoko, the company that made Speed Racer. So it was like 50 years later, they did this pay-per-view anime, which should be like right here, EFG, HAJK. It should be, it's like right in front of me. Um, yeah, cars. So they did a pay-per-view anime uh, called Karas the Prophecy and Karas the Revelation. Um, and uh, they, there's a lot of, of cel-shaded CG in it, but it's, it's like wonderfully done. I mean, it looks incredible. Um, it's, it's, it's worth checking out. The, the first one's way better. Karas, the uh, prophecy is way better than the revelation. Um, but the revelation has some really cool scenes in it too. Um, I didn't know Shogate also, animated uh, that. I didn't know that Shogate animated that. 
Tatsunoko? No, it's Tatsunoko and Shogate. Look at no, the back of your Shogate. box and you'll see Shogate. Um, where did you see Shogate? The big S. Look at the bottom. Oh, that's on. That's only on. Um, that's only on the second one. Oh, okay. The first one. The first one has Toshiba Entertainment on it. That's interesting. Huh. Yeah. See, look at only the only the second one has it. Okay. That's weird. Um. Anyway. Yeah. So it's really it's really cool. It's worth checking out if you're gonna watch it. Um. I'm I'm a big proponent for dubs. Don't watch the dub on this one, um, because you gotta you gotta listen to Matthew Lillard. Uh, the subtitle one's way better. Just just saying. Anyway, um, let me catch up now. Explain how to collect Votoms this episode. Okay, I'll get to that. Oh, it's very uh, simple. All you do is just grab your copy of Votoms, and there you go. Yeah, those are digi packs right there. They are. Yeah. I'd rather have this um, version than the other. Well, I wouldn't mind that case. I I like the, the version I have. I talked about it in the um, I think that was the, the one where I did "Don't Judge by Appearance." It's probably my worst video, <laughs> but uh, I talked about it in one of those videos, and it, it was I really love that show. Um, I wish that this is another show that could have really benefited from an old like '80s dub. Oh yeah. Uh, okay, so I bought a Cherry MX keyboard these past weeks, and I realized you could have gotten that and just bought Japanese English. You know, I will say this. Um, I like having the Japanese keyboard. I do kind of regret it, though, because I have to work in Premiere. In After Effects, it's not so bad. And actually, I don't even know what the new MacBook's layout is for the English keyboard but I gotta tell you working in Maya is such a pain such a huge pain because the function key is on the exact opposite of the keyboard uh, and in order to do an insert key on the Mac to move a pivot point you gotta it's such a pain you gotta hit function left anyway um, so yeah I could have done that but I didn't um, I wait two months Sentai crap later yeah Got invoice for skip beat. Yeah, so so you're, that's why you mentioned about them shipping it finally to South Africa. I guess I was talking about the US dub. The clip was referring to called second worst line. Okay. Um, Charge Man can. Now it's me talking about what you guys can vote on. I really want to go down to a re release Alita Last Order. Okay, so you want the, the manga in hardcover? For, yeah, that would be cool. Actually, I have to agree with that. If they would, if they would get those on. Uh, because they did the other ones, like you said. Um, there's a tie. With, no, there wasn't a tie with Blackjack and Charge Man Ken, according to what I saw. What there was is there was a three-way tie at one point where everybody had voted for one. And because that results in 33% for each one, which only adds up to 99%, they gave an extra percentage point to Ninja Cadets. So it looked like Ninja Cadets was winning, even though it actually had the same number of votes. Um there was a time Blackjack the movie is on Crunchyroll. I realized that would be a good one to go with, actually. I wouldn't mind Blackjack, though, after hearing. Yeah. Uh, 
Really? <laughs> really, FDDM? Really? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to hold my tongue on, on, on the yeah, worst I know, stuff I you know have going that. on in Canada I, right now. <laughs> actually, it's great within Canada, I know. <laughs> yeah, sure it is. See you in 10 years. <laughs> um, uh, so, um, Genshin, just so you know, Regarding Karos, I know it's it's got to be like right here. I know I have it. I just took it off. Um, there is a where is it? <laughs> There's an art box for Karos. The one I bought it as it came out, so they have sleeves on them. But um, after that release, they came out with one that came with a foil art box, which I I, I you know I put something in it and put it in my. My extras boxes up there to keep it safe. So look for that one. It's better. Um, it you know it, it looks nicer and it uh, it keeps the DVDs together. So just FYI. Um, and that's it for the chat. Uh, actually, wait. No, I have to scroll. Oh no. Other prices. I was going to say something and I already forgot what I was going to say. Okay. Oh yeah. All right. So here's the thing. Um, I kind of hope we can switch, even though Charge Man Ken won. I'm hoping that we can switch to Blackjack because Charge Man Ken, A, I don't have it. I can get it. It's not 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 the end of the world to get it. But I have, um, as I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, Mr. Nice Guy just released the um, trailer for the Anituber Anthology Volume 3 um, where we're doing uh, Japan Animator Expo. And I still have to do a lot of recording and editing for my my short that I'm doing in that. And I have a really ambitious idea for something I want to do. I'm going to, basically what I'm going to do is I'm going to, I'm going to shoot a version that doesn't include this thing I want to do so that I can at least send Mr. Nice Guy something that he'll be able to add to the thing. And then I've got this really ambitious idea that's going to take all my free time and probably rendering time that'll take it beyond the actual due date. Um, but, uh, I've got a really cool idea I want to do. So I'm hope, hoping that I don't have to watch Charge Man Ken because that's sub only. And I don't have time to read subtitles uh, for like the next four weeks. So um, I guess only the next two weeks is the, the short is supposed to be done by the 27th. I'm going to try to, to get an extension if I can at least give him something like a placeholder to work with just so that I can finish rendering stuff. But um, um, let me give you... I'll give you a, a little tiny sneak peek on what I'm working on real quick. Actually, you know what? I got to render a new shot. So, perspective, perspective camera. You know, I won't even render it. I'll just show you the. Uh, da -da, pull that out and share screen real quick. So, this is what I'm working on. I'm working on something that requires this. <laughs> so anyway, I uh, haven't textured it yet. Still have a lot to go. Hey, this changed colors on me again. I don't know what's causing that. Anyway, um, but yeah, I'm working on I'm working on something and it's gonna be epic if I can actually do it. If not, I will have a much less interesting thing to do. <laughs> but I, I don't want to do Charge Man Ken so I can work on that. And Augie disappeared on me. Grabbing a surprise. Okay. Um, anyway, so let me know what you guys want to do. I'll, I'll do Charge Man Ken because the one thing about Charge Man Ken is that it's um, 
it's 65 episodes, but they're only like five minutes each. So I could theoretically do it. Wouldn't be the end of the world. On, wait. <laughs> FDNM says, on an unrelated note, some young girl who comments on my vids has her own channel where she makes Nightcore Minecraft LPs and ASMR. I just find that the ultimate combination. Well, I have a, a channel where I do Minecraft videos. And in fact, we talked about Wings of Rain. Go look up um, Minecraft Wings of Rain, and you'll get to see a video where I had a real cringy moment where it's... I, I name stuff around my base after things from anime. And when they added Elytra to Minecraft, I named my Elytra the Wings of Reen. Had not watched Wings of Reen. Somebody pranked me with something from Wings of Reen, and it, it, it fell flat on his face because I hadn't watched it yet. It's a really awkward video. But if you want to see it, it's there. Um, Who in the world does a Minecraft with Night Court? That's like one of the things Night that's just weird. Yeah, not Night, Night Court. Court. Although, that if you want to see something... Go watch, go watch the uh, the Minecraft court case. That's that's one of the funniest Minecraft uh, things that's out there. Anyway, um, all right, let me catch up. Catch up. Actually, yeah, sugar the name. Catch up. This is a mustard household. I hate ketchup. I hate ketchup so much. <laughs> and they get serious. An unrelated. Okay, so you want to know something that's interesting on uh, uh, relating to people commenting? Go check out the comments on the last podcast. <laughs> if you're you're in for a uh, uh. you're in for a hoot. <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to say it out loud, but you should just just go check it out. <laughs> Oof! Have you ever seen Rocco's Modern Life? I have. I think you're pulling a heifer on people. What do you think? Why do you say that? He always get into trouble, then also, also pull some cheeky stuff. Anyway. Uh, uh, yeah, well. I, I think I came up with the only appropriate response to the comment. <laughs> yeah. That's right. cool. The chat is I, caught I, up. Yeah, that's cool, uh, Genshin, about the, the winter coat that looks like Ava Unit 1. That's pretty cool. The thing I'm doing... No, I can't, I can't say it. I'm sorry, I'll give it away. Um, yeah, I know most Minecraft LPs are not as well made as mine. <laughs> I'm 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 a god at it. I know. I've got a hilarious conclusion to the last video I released, or the the one before that behind the scenes video. Um, but uh, I don't have any time to work on it. <laughs> okay, so he, he's saying Minecraft and Nightcore on its own. So not Minecraft and Nightcore. They're two separate video um, topics. And call it Yeah. Okay. Anyway, right, I'm all cut up. Let's go back to the uh, let's go back to the news. I'm gonna rejoin the uh, call on this other computer. And we've got, so the last thing we left off on was that Fist of the North Star um, uh, ebook thing. And in that same sort of vein, the next thing we're going to talk about, just a quick little thing we're going to go through. 
Ooh, it's suspended. I can't hear you. Still can't hear you. That's nice, but I can't hear you. The video is frozen. Yeah, yeah, can't hear you. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna leave the call. Leave okay. The call. Okay. The call. No, we're back. We're back. We're back. I have no idea. My sound was working. It was working. Yeah. It, all uh, of a sudden, I heard you cut in. There we go. Yeah, I just had a had a little hiccup with the internet there. Um, in fact, my internet's been going out um, every night for like an hour and a half. It's so annoying. Huh. So, high dive streams of classic mecha anime, Space Runaway Idion. Uh, Augie and I are both pissed that they're just streaming it. They're Still no uh, optical media release. Um, next in the news, the voice actor for um, Bulma in the yeah. Japanese uh, version of Dragon Ball has died. I'm not. I'm not. Um, so I'm not. I'm not. It comes out like half the other people in the world, but um, her death appearance in the show at all. Um, so I don't know. There may be some more lines already pre-recorded, but people are speculating that we've already heard, or, you know, if you're watching the Japanese version, you've already heard the final lines. Um, so there's that. And then on the U S side of things, we've got, uh, voice actor, Chris Ayers is fighting COPD. Uh, looks like they reached their goal. Um, I should have probably included this in the description of the video, uh, so that if you guys want to, you can, uh, you can uh, send us some for reasons actor for Frieza in uh, Dragon Ball Kai and Dragon Ball Super and countless other things. I mean, he's a pillar of the voice acting uh, industry for American anime. Uh, and speaking of things that are dying or sick, former Funimation parent company Navarre is entering bankruptcy protection. Mm. So there's that. Uh, but, but the thing is, though, that they sold Funimation in 2011. Okay, so so this is we we sort of joke about this. Funimation's been bought and sold numerous times. Um, every single time, uh, Genfukunaga, the nation, um, every single time he comes out on top. It's crazy. Um, so he'll he'll sell Funimation for a chunk of money. Funimation will will do okay. Um, then the company decides to sell Funimation back to him. He buys up Funimation again. And Funimation has a spike in, in, in uh, profits and, and everything. And then he'll sell it again, <laughs> as he just did to Sony. And then certainly in the future, he's going to reacquire a majority shares in it, and it's going to just have another... It's like, a, what do they call those in um, Dragon Ball, the Zenkai boost, where, where the Saiyan Zenkai almost boost. dies? and. Yeah, when the it's that's what they call it when the Saiyan when a Saiyan almost dies and then they recover, they have a huge boost to their power level when they reach near death like near death levels of death and then like take a Senzu bean or something, they're like ten times stronger. Huh. I don't know. That was called that was good. Yeah. And then we've got I'm familiar with the effect. Other, I didn't know what the name of it either until I started watching um Quaman or Detective Q is what he goes by on YouTube now. Um, sorry, I'm just trying to load these pages because my I have an app that, or I have a plugin that 
suspends tabs so that they stop because Chrome is one of the worst browsers out there. It uses as an individual process going for every single tab you've got open. So it's got to reload them real quick. So oh, another quick news. Roll to screen the first four Black Clover episodes in theaters. Um, so I see that. I went to their screening for... Um, I, I don't think it's worth it. To be honest with you, I mean, yeah, if you're gonna do if you're gonna do a screening for an anime, something like Ancient Magusper is probably a good bet to to see that on a big screen. Um, I don't know anything about Black Clover. I hear there's something to do with screaming that is driving the anime community crazy, but um, I haven't watched it yet. Um, for those of you who are new, I exclusively watch stuff that I own, um, with the exception of a short I'm doing in uh, Mr. Nice Guy Project. Um, and then we've also got Pokemon the movie, uh, I Choose You Films, short trailer previews, additional screenings. So uh, also I hear Pikachu talks Eng speaks English and this one talks English. Uh, so that's interesting. Um, kind of don't that's care. Something I, <laughs> kinda... That's something I always wanted to hear in the very first time I watched the first episode. But Well, the thing is that what's interesting about this is that Pikachu in both the English and Japanese version, they're using the Japanese voice actor because he's just saying Pikachu and stuff. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. It'd be interesting to see what they do. Uh, other news. I'm just going to run through this news quickly. A lot of this news is completely irrelevant. Um, cosplayers clean up Ikebukuro during Anime Girls Festival. Ikebukuro, by the way, is the place that um, Durarara takes place in. It's amazing that That's new. they'll clean there, but not here. So we've got we've got more news. It's going to seem weird that we're even talking about this. I know Kusabi's English dub adds four new cast members. So normally, uh, Augie and I would not be interested in uh, Yaoi news. But what's, what is interesting about this is that it means that Media Blasters is producing more stuff. So... Um, they're yes. constantly, uh, uh, they constantly seem to be on a lifeline. And um, every podcast, I feel like when we have a chance, we try to bring them up to see if they're recovering from, from near death or, or if they're tipping over the edge of death's warm embrace. Um, so it looks like they're, they're coming back, which is great because I want them to succeed. I want to have more products from them. Um, I have more competition in the industry, and I just I like I like them as a company. I've got I've got a great re uh, relationship with uh, a lot of people who work there. Um, and then other quick news before we get into the really important stuff, uh, Bobo Bo gets a Blu-ray box release uh, in Japan. So kind of don't care if that ever comes over here because I've already got the DVDs. Well, um, there's a there's a plus to this. What's that? Tip. It's this still speculation, but if something like this happens. And there's a previous release of a lower quality. They typically want to, a company would typically want to grab a copy of that just to re, yeah. to re-release it. I'm not sure if it's too yeah. soon for that to happen, but it would be nice to have appropriate subtitles instead of the '90s translation card. Yes, that's you. You bring up a great point, actually. Um, so next up in the news, we've got. I realize I haven't opened this box yet that I said I was going to open. Um, in this corner of the world, anime films long version confirmed. I have no idea what they mean by that, and I haven't sat down and read this article yet. So it's I'll just use, like Titanic all over again. 
with the rumor. I've actually never sat down and watched Titanic. Oh man, you're missing out. So with Titanic, apparently they have you have the movie release. Okay. And if I remember right, when they released the movie, they had different time links for it. Even on home video, there was different time links for. So was it a director's cut? Uh, I think it was standard movie length and either director's cut or or just a longer version. I mean, back in fourth grade, they had like rumors of a six-hour version of the movie, oh, but geez. I doubt that's e- I doubt that's even real. So um, I just finished opening up. I reopen. Or I, op- I open up the new one, and it's in better condition. I, just, I have to choose if we're going to live with the scuff here or not. Um, Another replacement, just just to give Amazon another chance, because they're sending it back free. So, at least there's that. Um, and we talked about this a little bit a while ago. Uh, these are not chipboard. Yeah, you were right. These are uh, just folded cardboard around the uh, around the boxes. But what are you gonna now do? As, now, as you're talking, is it is it doing a uh, speak, or are you still stuck on the news article? It's on. It's on us. What's okay. Up? Oh. Do you want me to go back to the news article? Because I'm about to do that. Go for it. Okay, we're going to talk about Seven Seas. Seven Seas licenses Dragon Ghost House Hunting manga. There you go, the this ultimate goal of the dragon. Uh, no more, no more caves. No I'm, more sleeping I'm, in the sky and forces. They're getting a house, like modern dragons. I'm going to not. Uh, yes, the. They do. Uh, sorry, FDM asked if the um, yes. As you can see, they do have the slip. Sorry, as you can see, they do have the slip covers on the individual um, seasons. So um, it's not like a typical thing where they just stick the without the slip cover. So it's slip covers and art boxes. How it's being sold. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and skip showing the next article because I don't want to have to censor it with YouTube's terrible blur faces thing later it's a little bit risque looking so seven seas licenses my lesbian experience with loneliness sequel manga all right and i'm gonna go ahead and quickly move on past that i'm actually gonna close that tab so i don't actually click on it again while we're sharing the screen um i wanted to talk about some of this stuff seven seas is releasing more so just a few hours ago they announced that they were releasing Tenchi Muyo True Light Novel, or True Tenchi Muyo, which was something I thought would never happen. Along with that is It's a Supernatural Battle for One Girl's Heart. Don't know what it is, but it, but it adds more to what more fodder for what they were going to release. Then you have Fairy Tale Battle Royale, oh, Royale, which I hope Alice will survive. Then an older one called... Claudine. Well, you need to yeah, be scrolling? Or? Yeah, sure, if you want. Do you, do you need me to sure, be scrolling? Uh, sh- yes, please. Tell me when. Okay, you can stop. Okay. Actually, scroll down a little bit. The other down. <laughs> We get the, the lesbian one again. No, uh, <laughs> that's what I was trying to avoid. <laughs> no, no, you'd skip the the one above uh, Yamato, which oh, is bro- one I wanted to highlight. This one. Let them eat Let's brains. Let's see. Let them eat brains. 
along with uh, How a Realist Hero Rebuilds the Kingdom. Oh, this and, is actually uh, titled The Versailles of the Dead. Not this. They're just saying Seven Seas says Let the Meat Brains because... Oh. Because it's, um, it's, they're referencing Marie Antoinette or whoever said Let them Eat Cake because huh. it's Versailles. It's the, anyway, it's clever. So it's a clever... It's a clever way of, of putting up the news article. So they're releasing two light novels with a few other manga titles. And lately they've been releasing a lot of the Yamato universe with Battleship Yamato, Captain Harlock, Queen Esmeraldis, and I believe Galaxy Express 3.9, which has a really nice hardcover for their releases, which kudos to them. I've been buying some manga on the side, and I'm kind of surprised that the three titles I was buying was straight from them. Really nice hardcover. You cut out, like, big time there. You're not moving at all in the in the video. <laughs> mm, okay. You're complete. Oh, now you're moving. Okay. Okay. I think the connection came back. Where did I cut out at? Okay, so um, you were saying they had really nice, and I think you were saying they had really nice hardcover releases. Yeah, they had really nice hardcover releases, which I've been picking up. Am I still frozen? Ooh. Not responding. What's wrong? I'm here. I can hear you. Okay. You can hear me. So I've been buying some manga, and apparently it's from the same company, so... Kudos to them. They're oh, yeah. picking up stuff yeah, that's so interesting they, and drawing the eye. Um, yeah, they're they're becoming a uh, they're starting to become a pretty big like they're they're bulldo they're they're discotheking their way into the manga industry. That's probably yeah. the only way we can well, describe they, this. They've been here for a while, just like discotheque. I'm yeah, kind of hoping just like I'm, discotheque. And they're but what I'm saying is that like discotheque was here for a long time and then bam out of nowhere they're just like light release 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 you know and it's all stuff that people actually really wanted and nobody had touched for so many years um seven seas appears to be doing the exact same thing i'm mean, be kind of funny to find out if seven seas is owned by discotech's parent company maybe what i'm really hoping for, it'd just be funny what i'm really hoping for from this is that uh seven seas will get all of the Slayers light novels, which apparently I think there's 72 plus of those and still ongoing. Instead of releasing like individuals, just kind of throwing the cards out everywhere, release it in a hardcover omnibus and just kind of release it volume per volume. Okay. And that's how you would get my wallet. So there you go. You're cutting out a little bit, but I, I'm not going to call attention to it so much because I, I think that it's my internet connection that's causing me to hear it that way. So the version that goes um, after we're done should, should should have been in there. Okay. Now I'm hearing static. Are you hearing static? Um, there you are. You're back. I'm back. A little bit. There you go. Did you hear static? Okay. I didn't hear static, but I couldn't I hear heard it at all. static. Okay. Uh, not ideal right now, guys. <laughs> I'm sorry about this. Episode so, 13. Ooh. <laughs> Girlish, Girlish number. number. By the way, another another show I've I recently watched all of was AKB 0048. That's a fun show. That was done by the guy who created Macross. It was one of the stupidest storylines I've ever seen, ever. 
but, probably uh, so but um you did you have fun it was it was some it was like bodacious space pirates it was something i played in the background while working on other projects so okay. i watched it but I, I didn't give it my full attention um so we've also got initial d i, I wouldn't personally i wouldn't recommend it one one cool thing that they did do is that um they had they hired Juliet Simmons, who's the voice actor for Chio Sakura in um, Nozaki Kun. They hired her and her sister to play sisters in the show, which is which was an, it was a nice touch, you know. To, they actually use sisters to play sisters. Um, so they're re-releasing my teenage romantic comedy Snafu on Blu-ray. Probably a means to earn back the money that okay, they so potentially lost from the food. Hmm. Oh yeah, yeah probably. Um, too bad it doesn't have English uh, dub on it. Yeah, Gee, yeah. 80, 80 bucks really. Hey, hey, they want to go the full Blu-ray route. That's what they're going to do. Jeez. Um, yeah, but I mean, eighty bucks for just Blu-ray. I could understand eighty bucks for maybe a combo. I I can understand she combo. Yeah, for some reason this is a really popular one. I know nothing of yeah, it. It looks like a I'm, hotel. I'm trying slash to just get my backlog right now. I can't even. I can't even bother getting invested in something I, that's coming out. You know, um, the uh, here's, ooh. Here's one that was mentioned a while back, two podcasts ago. Did we talk about this one, or did we talk about the other ones from this guy? We, we mentioned it briefly, but we didn't fully talk about it. Yeah, because because there's two others. There's um. I think it's called Night on the Galactic Railroad. Mm-hmm. And there's another one called Spring Chaos, I think. Spring Chaos. Spring and Chaos. And so this Spring is the... Chaos. So that's... I think there's a third one before this reboot. Cool. Can't hear you. Static. There's a lot of static. Cannot hear you. You are frozen. <laughs> Yeah, you're a little buzzing. I'm just, I'm, I'm not frozen. You're frozen. This is okay. on you today. All right. So I'm gonna go over the Funimation now. Hold on, hold on. I haven't talked about Girlish Number. That's, Talk. I believe that's based off of a cell phone game. Oh God. The, what is this world coming to? You know, it's the worst thing about cell phones is is that, I mean, freaking everything going on with Konami. I just, I'm so, I'm so not. Hey, it's I'm their not. fault for not releasing another Mystical Ninja game. Yeah, actually, I just finished watching um, Gone by Goemon. I just, I literally finished it this morning. No joy. Yeah. I still need to That's watch it. Legend of the Mystical Ninja, uh, yep. the anime. For anybody who didn't didn't know, yeah, if they um, didn't call right, him so Doctor Wang, it's wrong. It's a weird show. I also watched all of that Tokyo Pig uh, best of DVD. There you go. That was that was a lot of fun, that show. Anyway, oh. so Yuri on Ice is coming to uh, Funimation. And the good news is it doesn't look like it's going to come with glitter. So, hooray. Well, we'll see. <laughs> I hope, hope it doesn't. It's, it's never getting open when I get my copy. Um, Keijo. Uh, uh, That's going to be fun. Keijo. Yeah, my sister-in-law, sister-in-law is one of the characters in this show. Okay. Akiba Strip is having fun with playing uh, tag Akiba and smashing vampires. Okay. 
Interesting. There's, is there a uh, video game of this, too? Yes, there's a video game released by Atlas. Maybe NIS. I yeah, forgot which. Uh, Fairy Tale Collection 11. I have still not started Fairy Tale. Oh, yeah, Monster Hunter Stories. Eh? That's fun. Ooh, I'm that interested was a fun in that. One. Yeah. Uh, Token Ronbo Hanamaru. I'm not familiar with that one. Looks generic. All yeah. Out is All rugby. Out. This is the rugby one? Yeah, Janet really likes well, that. Yeah, I wonder why. Um, Dragon Ball Super Part Three—that's good to know. So that's coming out in February. I've already already oh, watched it. All, actually, releasing it a lot faster now. Yeah, that's well. The thirty-ninth episode just aired on, um, which is where this goes to. Yeah, yeah all the way from from episode um, was it twenty-one to thirty-nine, or it would be twenty-seven to thirty-nine. Um, I. I've just I've been watching the uh, the the tsunami um, the the dub, and uh, they just got through episode thirty nine. Like so, I don't know how they're gonna get any faster. Because I mean, this is late February, so it's a couple months away. It's like was that like five months away now? Um, but uh, yeah, but it was almost six months before we saw another pre order for getting volume the next two. Next one out until like say what? Yeah, but it was like six months later we saw a pre-order for Volume 2. Yeah, so hopefully we'll... Uh, I'm hoping they get there quick because I'm dying to see the the um, future Trunks arc, uh, which I think is the next one after the... What is this? The um, tournament? The uh, universe tournament? Yeah, the first universe tournament. I'm really, I'm really happy about this. I'm definitely going to throw down on pre-ordering this just because... Uh, very happy that Funimation has looked at their previous release and decided to continue with that theme. Um, also, obviously, just want to see season two, and I don't want to see the crappy uh, broadcast version that everybody and else yes, watched. Yes, it's only released in one volume for me, not two. Is it? What do you mean? Uh, for oh, the DVD this is release, all of season two too. instead of instead of uh, yeah the original one. Let me double check real quick. Yeah, I have it like uh, right here. So you have like volume one and volume two. And in this case, they just boom. She has hands. And those are the ones those are so did you have the art box? No. Okay. I couldn't afford it back then. I didn't have this job. Serious. This is my job. I saw Animal House in theaters a year ago. <laughs> All right. So, did they do? They did DVD hype for the. Um, that's what I was checking. The Blu-ray DVD combo. So hopefully, it's not looking too good with you. Oh, wrong, wrong mouse. It's not looking too good. But hopefully the. Uh, this guy is also DVD height and not Blu-ray because this, this looks like it's Blu-ray height. But the actual... Probably. The original one that they did was... Um, this is DVD height. If I just grab a DVD. See? So I, I'm going to be ticked if they don't... If they went to all this trouble and they don't actually look correct next to each other because... Attack on Titan Junior High, or whatever this is called. Um, this is Blu-ray height. 
or hmm. well, yeah, for me, well, little, for me, it kind of for me, it kind of works together. And Kodansha's on all three, so there you go. Let me see. It. I need this. Right. Show it again because the, the camera was there on me. Go. Yeah, it looks. Yeah, but you got the. You, I've got the limited edition though, is what I'm saying. I have the limited edition. Uh, Where are your flags? My flags? I don't think I got the flags. I think I, there was an oh, option to came. get them, but when I realized what it was, because um, I think Funimation had a. Uh, we got so much chat to catch up on. <laughs> um, hey, Mr. Nice Guy, I just popped in. Um, totally forgot my train of thought. So uh, the there was two separate releases that came out. Funimation had one that they were doing, uh, and then I realized it turned out to just be it, it basically the, the season one version of this plus a bunch of crap I didn't want. Um, so I ended up just getting this for the season one version. Anyway, so we've also got Izetta. Sacred Riders. What? Hold up. Back the to last that page. Is that the last yeah, switch? Right that was a fun one. It was a Yuri, Yuri one, but I enjoyed it quite well. Nothing wrong with Yuri. And then you have Zex doing something with bicycles. Yeah, Scar Red Riders. I think I said Sacred Rider before. Scar Red Rider Zex complete series sub only. That's interesting. You don't use. I mean, you don't see a lot of Funimation that's sub only, or that's specifically labeled sub only. By the way, yeah. since this podcast is magic, I'm just going to put this out to the universe right now that Discotech needs to release a Blu-ray of City Hunter. Yes, yes, we need more City Hunter in our lives. Maybe some. Maybe a dub uh, for the show. That'd be nice. But I don't maybe know. Maybe a how dub do for that. the show. Maybe Angel Heart. Oh yeah, Angel Heart would be amazing. Anybody who can get Angel Heart yeah. would be my new favorite company. Then again, if they can just release that last movie for City Hunter. I thought Hunter, they got uh, all the movies. Didn't they release farewell, all the movies? Farewell, Rio. So I'm pretty farewell, sure Rio. that's a combo pack on one of them. No. We don't oh, have the last, really last movie. Conspiracy. I don't know. Yeah, maybe you're right. I do know. We don't have it. Okay. I can't get this tab to load for some reason. It keeps It keeps suspending instead of... Oh, there it goes. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna fill in the gaps. Swan Lake pre-ordered. Yeah, so you, oh, you got it pre-ordered already. I got. I um, have that I do not have that pre-ordered. Forward to find watch the the non-broadcast version. So I cut it out. What were you saying? Yeah, don't worry. You about mentioned it. You're saying okay. um, um, new game complete first season. That's already out. You sent me these links. I'm just going on. It says pre-order price oh, guaranteed. Yeah. Um, mm. Yamada-kun and the Seven Witches. A lot of witch anime coming out. That one. Have you noticed that? Yeah, one Piece Collection 21. Good to see that's still coming out at least. Um, Digimon Adventure Try Confession. There you go. Dragonor, Dragonor Academy. Ace Attorney. Cabinary the Iron Fortress. We we talked about a lot of these in the last podcast. Actually, oh, yeah. I don't see anything. I don't see anything too. Yeah, new. nothing too new right now. Right, well, let's we see the Mizotome box. So yeah, good. but we already we already kind of talked about yeah, that. So next. Um, so here's here's uh, we're, we're still filling in the blanks. Here's on uh, 
right stuff. Is there anything that we didn't talk about? They updated. Yeah, we just went through all these. Well, Tales from Mercy getting re-released. Mercy's getting re-released. I believe Poker uh, Pom Pom is going to be re-released. They're all getting re-released. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, First season of Miraculous Tales. Yeah. Tales. Ladybug. And Cat Noir, season one. Blade of the Immortal has a live-action movie. There's that. Um, and pre-orders so, are up for what Media Blaster's been working on. Cool. Uh, Photon the Idiot getting a re-release. Barefoot Gen's got a re-release. Lupin Third Part 2, Collection 2. Did that already come out? Do I that is it? about to come out. It'll come out the day it after. It says it's a top seller. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. oh no, it does have it does say pre-release or pre-order or is it is it on the bottom or it's on the bottom? So it would be. Yep. It comes out the day after December twenty-six. Okay, cool. Um, I'm probably gonna wait and for pre. I usually like to buy Lupin stuff at Anime Expo directly from Discotech, but uh, I might pre-order it just so that their their initial numbers look even better. Because I want them to keep releasing stuff, so I don't see anything too. Hey. I don't see anything we didn't really talk about last time. Yeah. These. Go Shogun. Marmalade Boy. Yeah. So anyway, um, one last oh, yeah. thing I uh, want to bring up. Uh, Aria's up for Slacker Backer, and you had to be. For a cheaper price, you had to bend one of the backers to at least back one dollar to get the yeah. real price. Yeah. Um, okay, so I got one more thing I want to bring up. I saw this. I don't remember even why, how I stumbled across this article. Oh, yes, I do. I was looking up Nobody's Boy Remy stuff. Came across this article. Um from November 9th, Throwback Thursday, original CD, Tom Taos Jr. launches digitally restored film. So, at first glance, this doesn't look like anything, but if you were a Filipino in your early 30s, chances are you know who CD is. Funny if not, because he was one of the most popular Japanese anime characters of our childhood at the time when the television uh, dictates the course of pop culture, CD was already making a name. The era of early 1990s also popularized Princess Sarah, Nobody's Boy Remy, Dog of Flanders, and the Twins of Destiny, yada, yada, a lot of stuff. So anyway, um, I read this article. Augie read this article. Or is it if, if there was actually going to be a physical I release did, or not? I did read it. It felt more like, hey, look at this DJ. He did a really good job. Yeah, it was, it was weird. Um, but... Uh, I don't know to see where this goes, if it goes anywhere. So if it goes anywhere, you heard it here first. Um, anyway, so I'm going to go ahead and leave the call on this computer for now, just to give us a little bit less bandwidth usage here. Uh, and let's uh, let's catch up with the chat, because this has been going for a while. I haven't talked about right. it. Um, heard some interesting stuff here. So let's see. Um, let's see here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm check the comment on the last podcast. Quite, yeah, the compliment. <laughs> uh, I heard they're making Fist of the Blue Sky anime. Correct me if I'm wrong on that, though. Uh, Fist of the Blue Sky. They've already had a Fist oh, of the remaking. Blue Sky anime. He says, he says they're remaking it. 
Um, okay. I, I heard somewhere be... that they were that they were licensing it over here. I don't know if that's true. Yeah, that would that would be nice. However, that would have been would be one nice. of the titles that we would have went over. Yeah, but those were like those weren't licenses. Those were pre-orders. Those were things no, where no, the news would have. Well, yeah, that's well, not true. You're right. Okay. Um, wishful thinking then. So let's speak it into existence because we have this magical podcast where it seems like everything we talk about gets licensed. So let's do that. Uh, let's see. As soon as he says, leave the call. It works again. Um, yeah, because yeah, I'm I'm planning to. It's it's the the issue is that I've got internet going on two computers right now, both in the call and all that, and it's uh, the internet's already just been real crappy lately. Uh, I heard they were going to do that too, Genshin. Uh, no one likes DBZ subbed anyway, JK. That's still sad. Oh, yeah, no, it is. Yeah. With, uh, voice actor for Bulma. Yeah. Um, Chris Ayers thing freaks me out. It must be terrifying if he smoked like Greg Ayers. Then it would just be a sad shame. Yeah. Hold on one second. <laughs> one second. Read, read what he says. It, yeah, is it Greg? See, I always confuse Greg Chris Ayers with Greg Ayers. Greg Ayers is the terrorist, right? No, Greg Ayers no, is the voice. Greg Who's the Ayers terrorist guy? Is, beats me. You're the one who remembers the terrorist. Greg Ayers is the older brother, apparently. And Did he Rob, die? No. Yeah, he's the one I was. He's the one I was thinking of when it was. Okay. Bill Ayers. That's the terrorist. Yeah. That's the left-wing terrorist guy who bombed all those places. I always get them confused, and I always i it's I never think that it's Bill Ayers, but I always forget that Bill Ayers' his name is Bill Ayers and not Greg Ayers when I hear it. So it always it always throws me off. So I actually don't know Chris Ayers. I think I think Greg Ayers did the original voice of Freezer. Or something. I don't know. He's got a very specific voice. He's the one. I think he's the. Uh, He's the voice of the Jewish kid in the English dub of um, Ghost Stories. Yeah, yeah, that's is, is Greg Ayers. Anyway, um, all right, so that that makes more sense now. Okay. So, yeah, uh, are you done with your Fresh Prince of Bill Ayers? Yes. Uh, reset, shame. Okay, so boycott Funimation until they get rid of those goddamn slightly thinner single case. Limited editions coming out. Um, huh. if, if you're going to boycott Funimation, boycott them over changing uh, the context of dubs to have like a yeah, feminist yeah, agenda yeah. on them. Yeah. Ruined a perfectly good KJO limited edition. Orange is fine as a single limited edition, though. Just pissed I paid the same price for two-thirds of the product. The extra release is part of a show. Stupid. Yeah, I agree. And Black Clover's generic. Nothing special at all. I'm surprised they got Todd Habercorn for that Yowie dub. How are you surprised by that? Guess a Blu-ray over here with that. crap beauty. Um, corner of the world. The, old. The, in this corner of the world news, I don't think it's. I don't think that is old news. Uh, the in this corner of the world release is old news, but them getting the. Longer version or whatever yeah, it is. The longer version's new. That's that's what the news was. Um, Genshin. One point me bringing that up as well is I waited about four years for my my miracle to be released, all because he was working on that movie. Yeah. Uh, Genshin says I haven't seen Bobo Bo since it was on Tsunami slash Adult Swim. That moment when he summoned 
Yami Yugi. Um, I didn't even know. That's hilarious. Does that actually happen? That's yeah. hilarious. Um, the dude is either. Ra- I, I there's a. I hear there's a clip in Beyblade where they show Moses parting the Red Sea with a giant Beyblade. I can't wait to see that. Um, the dude is either remaking it or sending it to the full potential engineering parts he wanted to include. By the way, the DBZ Blu-ray set. Yes, I already mentioned that one. Sorry to see. Uh, we need Gash Bell. We have Gash Bell. Um, yeah, Zach. Zach Bell. Zach. Zach Bell was released, re-released over yeah, here under new video. Uh, yeah, from. Well, not too Stable? recently, like four years ago. Oh, yeah, uh, from Flatiron Film Company. Oof. This is, Luckily, this that's is what, dubbed. Yeah. So no delayed subtitles unless you want to see delayed subtitles in improperly uh, italics subtitles that aren't italics. So continuing the chat, we need Zach Bell. Zach My Bell. PC crashed when you crash said yes, they come with slipcovers. Kitchen says, right. glad you're back after you. I hope the Yamato release cancel Kira. You know, I think actually at the gym, I think that that anime, I think that the company that released that still has that license. Um, Cause I bought it way late in the game and I still got you. I got new copies easily of, of all of star blazers. So I think they still have the license, believe it or not. I'm, I'm glad. I'm kind of glad to hear about it. I just don't know of what quality that, releases cause I keep hearing it's sandpaper quality then I hear it's great quality so I don't know. I am not going to open mine because those art boxes are really clean. I mean those are some of the cleanest looking art boxes I've ever seen. Yeah. Um and I feel like as soon as I open it they're gonna they're just gonna be ruined. Um FDM says I canceled my Akira box at pre order back then because I needed the money for more anime and need to get back to buying it. Yes, I'd like to have that Akira um the, he's talking about the manga uh Art box that was recently released has got this really cool looking um, case for it. Uh, I'd like to have that too. I don't really want to pay for it though, so I'm not going to get it. I love Seven Seas. They have a division called Ghost Ship now. Uh, Two Love Rue manga used to say Seven Seas, but now it says Ghost Ship as its licensor. Seven Seas, I thought, did a lot of etchy and stuff, but they do get a lot of stuff I want. Two Love Rue took forever. Cutie Honey says hello. Hey, Cutie Honey 30. Hey, Cutie um, Honey. I love the dude who made Macross Aquarian Escaflonia more, particularly for Aquarian. I have never actually sat down and watched Aquarian, but I do love Escaflonia Macross. Well, I got it two podcasts ago. Uh, FTDM says, wait, I forgot. Chihaya Furu is a two-parter sharing the same limited edition. They have a spacer in the limited edition. Okay. Um, Genshin says, I wished we would get a Blu-ray of Neon Genesis Evangelion. I have the Platinum Collection, and I have a severely damaged copy of End of Evangelion, which didn't... Yeah, you... It's... It's not hard to get. If you want to get another copy of it, it's not terribly hard to get. Um, fortunately, thought I just acquired a sealed copy for 15 bucks, which is still... Okay, fortunately, yeah, okay. Yes, spoke too soon. You're already, you're already on it. Good. Um... Yeah, you know it's kind of it's kind of interesting now that you guys mentioned it because um, who has that license right now? I wonder. I wonder if Sentai's 
inherited it through ADV or if it's up in the air. There's probably a bidding war going on for it right now because it's a major seller. That's for sure. Um, somebody might already actually have it um, and uh, be working on like just the ultimate collection for it. Um, I can tell you FDM wants to know what my sister-in-law um, sister-in-law sister-in-law voices in Keijo. That was, I think that might have been her first role um, in voice acting. She voices Sanae Ho in, in Keijo. Genshin says, I know that's what confused me. I don't know if the guy who sold either didn't know what he had or didn't. I both it's not terribly hard to get people for a long time people were selling end of evangelion for way more than it was worth that's it people inflated the price incorrectly i think um i only have the first three collection of fairy tales so i'm behind on myself says john shane mr nice guy popped in and augie's been popping out a lot in this podcast um if you get attack on titan part two limited edition without Bix, you are the ultimate fool of life. What is Bix? FDGNM box. Okay, there you go. <laughs> yes, agreed. Um, this is an awesome podcast. Awesome, thank you. Glad you guys like it. Um, I love noir anime. I think that's why cyberpunk is my overall favorite subgenre. When you say noir, you mean the yeah, you must mean the genre, not not the actual anime noir, because that anime wasn't that good. <laughs> it, it had all this potential, and it wasn't. Uh, Dragon Vision is the best one, and Attack on Titan is one of the worst releases ever, saved by the additional box, but man, is it a mess. We'll see. Uh, Noir soundtrack is excellent. Yes, that is true. Um, I'm right, getting to the end of the chat. Good. I hope the Alita live-action movie turns out well, even though it takes place at the beginning of the manga. I'd rather see an adaptation of the Motorball arc or the Zot tournament. I understand the film has to appeal to mass audience. Yeah. Um, for me, I think all they got to do, um, all they have to do is, uh, um, in order in order to do a good adaptation, my theory has always been, you need to not shackle yourself to the, to the source material. I think you just got to, if you're going to do an adaptation for Western audience, that's what you're doing. You're not doing a book to, uh, to film. Um, page for page adaptation you know you gotta you have to make changes and the audience has to go in expecting there to be changes and recognizing why changes are made and then you can enjoy it uh they're doing a remake if memory serves greg airs voice niggy springfield among others i was just kidding about the boycotting thing i just used that word because everyone used it yeah uh and i was surprised they got todd Evergarden because he's an, he isn't an anime works uh actor ever really um and Zesh Bell has 150 episodes on my anime list. Did they cut down by 50 episodes worth of the kids' local? They might, might, they may have. I don't know. Um, or just never finished it because they got cut off. From, uh, I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, gonna have to look up Sonayho and or whoever. Then, yeah, she's a minor character in that uh, in Keijo because it was her first role, I think. Uh, heck yeah, your sister-in-law's career prosper. Yeah, may your okay. And cool. All right, Augie's back, and I'm all caught up. So let's uh, should talk about. Well, as soon as Augie's back.
Yeah, there we fully go. Back. All right. Okay. Should we talk about uh, Golden Boy or Salaryman Kintaro? Yeah, first. Let's... first, I want to I want to bring up the interesting thing that happened by chance is that we picked two anime in the last podcast where the main character's name is Kintaro. Man, I was going to say that. <laughs> okay, sorry. Going. Yeah, so we we're, we both watched a series about Kintaro, a boy who's inspiring, however, also slightly degrading, degrading towards his peers and everyone around him. Both, yep. both are involved with some sort of two-wheeled vehicle. Augie is pointing out that there's a lot of crazy similarities between the two that that we watch. Let me ask you this. Did anybody actually watch um, Salaryman Kentaro besides Augie and I? Sadly, these are words. FDDM says we should play his uh, Golden Boy review on stream to get his exact thoughts on Golden Boy out there. Let me ask you this, FDM. How do you like my swimming? What? <laughs> uh, from Golden Boy? Yeah, no, I get it. But why are you bringing that up? <laughs> that, that was hilarious. That scene. was that. That is that is a hilarious scene. My favorite scene in Golden Boy. Since we're just gonna jump in, is yeah. uh, when uh, that guy's trying to unbutton the girl's blouse, and then yeah. Kintaro's on the other side, like, oh, no, you don't. And then he goes to unzip her, her uh, pants, and then he zips them back up. That's that's probably my favorite scene. The How Do You Like My Swimming is a pretty good one, though. Um, um, I, I think that um, Golden Boy is a really good example of an anime based on a manga where they adapted the manga differently for the anime and did a phenomenal job on what they chose to adapt, how they chose to adapt it and how every, all the first five episodes tie into the sixth episode. I thought that was brilliant. I really liked that, uh, how they handled everything in the creation of it. Um, and it's got one of the weirdest dubs ever and it totally works, which is one of the, one of my favorite things about it. Oh yeah. They took like some person who does, I guess, hentai. I'm just guessing here. And finally gave him a role to do, and I guess he was serious the whole time. <laughs> I I just love the way that he talks. Um, oh yeah, throughout most of it. Watching for scorpions. I sure am. I thought I heard something just now. It wasn't the normal noise, though. Yeah, what I liked about you're talking about production. I think this is one of the very few. MTV Japan productions mm-hmm. that they've done. By the way, I actually did buy the two individual DVDs um, from the Media Blasters release. Is that who released yeah. it originally? Yeah. yeah. Um, they haven't arrived yet. So I did. I mentioned that in the last podcast. I thought I was going to do that. I did it, but I did it like two days ago. So just mentioning. Let's see. They have the Homer Simpson reenactment scene. Mm-hmm. Wait. With the bicy- with the motorcyclist, which I I remember watching the show like with some high key points, like the motorcycle girl, the swimming, and the uh, him going into animation. But rewatching yeah. this, there's like a whole bunch of stuff I forgot, and it made the show yeah. even more enjoyable. I think that the motorcycle one is the weakest one, but mm. uh, you know it. I, I like the tie-in, you know. I, I, I just, 
I can't stress enough how smart they were in choosing which stories to tell and how to have them tie into the to the last episode. Yeah. You have that. Uh, for that one episode, the episode that you don't like, what I kind of like about it is it shows us more the culture that we probably wouldn't know unless you are that high class. Like how they train the servants. Yeah. Yeah. But pretty much it was the um, motorcycle lady that made the episode. Yeah. I think um, my favorite overall episode is probably the first one. Uh, but my favorite moment, like I said, is the one where where the where he's rebuttons up the shirt. It's the the animation in that gag is so funny. Um, well, you can definitely say Kentaro knows how to suck an egg in underwater. <laughs> oh man, yes, yeah, he's a perfect. FDN says, I, "I I just love how Kentaro destroys at every occupation he takes up." Yeah, um, so I have a, my, the person who who go ahead. So with Kentaro, for those who haven't seen it, he's uh, he almost graduated with his law degree at Tokyo U. Mm -hmm. The only thing he had to do, he passed every class. The only thing he had to do was just walk. So he decided not to do it and continued his career of taking short jobs across the land, learning everything around him. What does he call himself? Um, a timer? Uh, what is it? He has a, he has, yeah, he has a specific name for what he calls himself as somebody who who intentionally takes a bunch of part-time jobs to learn a lot. Uh, yes, he has to study, 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 study. Yeah. The guy who um, the guy who introduced me to Golden Boy, uh, my friend Jake, um, he's just like that. I mean, he's he's not super perverted or, or whatever like the guy, but he he is exactly like that where he he picks up like a new thing to to learn every like couple of months and he go he like dives in it's crazy how much uh like he'll be anything any hobby he takes up he becomes an expert at in in a month you know so uh, it was really it's like there's like a little added thing for for me because the character is so similar freeder that's uh, I think that was the freeder okay uh, let's see so along with this show you have like some Side side stuff in the background, working with the main stuff. Like you're introduced mm -hmm. to this character, and there's some high school girls commenting about obnoxious people just listening to their Walkman and loudly singing about not caring in the world. Yeah, which is what he's doing. Here ends the character. Yeah, and then that one episode with the with the swimming one, where he's blowing the girl in the leather, and he's like he's like saying he's you're you are perceiving as though he's thinking these really dirty thoughts and then it turns out he's saying them out loud right behind her about oh, yeah. the leather and everything. Ooh. I don't know. I think he was actually saying it, but she just didn't care. I don't I yeah, but it, but it was it, they play it off really comedically, but then you have the different animation styles. Like one scene will look like simple simplistic and mm -hmm. kind of rubbery the other and in other scenes you see like this full detailed crooked smile smile teeth just it, and what's really funny is that they they specifically brought that up in the final episode oh yeah when he's working at the animation studio and they talk about how all animators have their own style and it's this guy's job to uh to make the match or whatever oh yeah 
Then you have the yeah, then you have the poster of Golden Girl Good. in the background. Yeah, in the yeah. Yeah, so. I think there's also um, a copy of the Golden Boy manga in one of the episodes. There you go. So, so AC, if I never said this before, thank you for being a friend. <laughs> All right. So, so um, what do you guys think about Golden Boy? Did anybody? It's been been kind of a weird two weeks. Did anybody uh, else watch it? Etienne uh, says he was busy with Ushio and Tora. Couldn't have just been us, though, right? I mean, come on. Um, otherwise, I'm ready to move on to my now third favorite anime, Salaryman Kentaro. Did you finish the uh, the live action movie, by the way? Yes, yes. I, that was a very easy sit down to watch movie. It was because it was the the last arc of the anime um, put to film, basically. And it threw in some first first arc stuff that would make more. Sense. Yeah, well, they had they had to because. They needed you to know and be introduced to and care about certain characters for certain things that happened in the last arc to actually oh yeah play out. That was a pretty tame fire for filming. Yeah, well, but that's a that's a real actor in real fire, you know. I I feel like yeah, and also uh, so I haven't I haven't finished it yet. Like I haven't I I started watching it, but I've as I said I've been working on that Evangelion thing, so I haven't really. Um, I haven't had a chance to finish it. I've got about an hour left, so I'm, I'm only about halfway through the movie. Um, and uh, that fire in, in the anime, I don't want to give too much away, but it's kind of crucial that the father of the kid he saves doesn't see him save him in the anime. And no. in the movie, I'm, I'm interested to see where that goes. Do they resolve that okay? Um, it was... A how it resolves, you've seen it, because the person you think it is is that person that shows up later, but it isn't the first person. And I know that doesn't make sense to the audience, but I think that would make sense to you, AC. Yeah. Rewatching. Um, for the live action movie, I the pace for a two hour movie or an hour, 50 minutes. It didn't even feel so anywhere now. that length, length whatsoever. Uh, yeah. it, and some... it was good. It, it was easy to get through because it was the same arc as the, the show. Oh, yeah. Same arc as the show. There's some care. They have different splicings for obvious reasons to try to get you, the viewer interested in this show uh, or the manga. Yeah. But or manga. Yeah. Or the live-action drama. Who knows? Who knows what their aim was? Then again, there are some nitpicks I have. Like, some of the casting, like the yeah. owner of the company, he doesn't. He did not look like who he was in the anime. He kind of looks like the dancing old man in a Betty Boop cartoon. If, when did this movie... 1999. This must have been... Yeah, that had him in 1999 because out- you had a flat screen. This Did came this out when out we were before? in fourth grade. I think this came out before the anime. Probably. Um, that's interesting, actually. So maybe the other way around. So the anime came out over here in 2005, but I'm pretty sure that it was 2000 when the actual... I don't know where I would see that on the... 
usually they just have it here on the thing, but like they'll have copyright, they'll have two separate copyrights, one for the license and one for the I don't know. Anyway, oh yeah, and then the uh, the DVDs came with these <laughs> these like cut them out oh. yourself uh, trading cards. Yeah, <laughs> forgot about those. Anyway, uh, so sadly um, for Volume Five, since I went the went the PAL version, the UK yeah. version, same same release, just different yeah, area. Didn't come with those. I'm thinking about buying the UK box. Oh, my version 5 didn't come with it. Okay, so awesome. There might be a chance I didn't have those. Maybe. I'll have to ask Kitty who I bought them from if uh, Volume 4 doesn't have them either. Maybe it's just Volume 1. Does your, does your Volume 4 have it? Uh, I will say yes. Volume 3 is missing it. Volume 2 has it. So Volume 1 and 2 both have it. Don't. My volume one does have it. My volume two through four should have it. <laughs> As they're okay. still sealed. Oh, okay. Um, I've seen the show. Right. I will confirm that. Yeah. So, um, favorite moment of the in movie? The, no, in the in the show or the movie? Probably the show because they're basically the same. What was your favorite Ugh. scene? It's kind of hard, it's a hard choose, isn't it? I'll go with. What do you think about, the, you think about the part on the train? What? The part on the train when they walk in on the politician taking oh, the that, that was a good scene. Like oh, it starts that. up that way, but as it goes and continues and carries it, the the anime had a really good time showing a sense of community. Yeah, and that one line where he says he's the kind of politician who doesn't mind showing you his asshole, but will never show you what he really thinks. There you go. <laughs> oh. There um, were some, the there were some, uh, some lines in the subtitles that would just like, like there's like the standard level, everything you expect to hear from an anime. And then all of a sudden, every once in a while, there'd be a line. You're like, I can't believe I just read that. Like, I can't believe they went there. You know, that was one of those lines. Um the second time he gets into a fight, not the first time, because how that draw, how that scene drew out with the intensity. This is the fight on top of the roof. Mm -hmm. Top of the roof. He's obviously getting beaten down, but he's able to continue the fight with a point. And he made his point. Then later on, the resolve is be cautious of your actions for consequences. The first time he gets into a fight, there was no reason for that. Regarding the guy with the car. This, what happened in this scene was uh, it was late at night. Kintaro was asleep and some woman's yelling at him. So he peeks outside. That, and That woman is the daughter or granddaughter of the people that raised Kintaro. Kintaro. Right. So she's drunk. She's with a boyfriend or some And some he was fancy. the son of the Yakuza boss. Right. And all he was doing was being nice for her to drive by, then drive off. Yeah, so but Kintaro, when, when Kintaro confronted them... Um, he, he confronted him... Well, I would too. He jumped out in the middle of, of the street while I was driving. 
Mm-hmm. I kind of side with the Yakuza guy for this one because oh, yeah, no. well, Crazy Man just clear. jumped out at me. One of the things that's really funny about Salaryman Kentaro is that he's everybody, even his adversaries, eventually come to love him. It's just like Golden Boy, right? Except that for instance, he's not a good dad. <laughs> not at all. No. He puts his son in so many dangerous situations. There's a scene in episode six at the very end. They have all these, they have all the, the my favorite thing about the show, like literally the reason it's my third favorite anime is because at the end of every episode, they have a cliffhanger and they're ridiculous, right? So they have this scene where he um, he's seeing off this woman at a train station and his son um, is... Uh, like a baby, like he's probably three, maybe no, he's probably two or three years old, right? He's really tiny, you know, in like a full onesie and um, crawling stage, right? So right. he's reading this letter that this woman who just got on the train gave to him, and she's like thanking him for all this stuff while he's reading it. His son is standing on the plat, or he's you know crawling on the platform, or sitting and eating candy. A candy drops onto the tracks. The kid goes. The kid starts to fall into the tracks. As a train is coming by, and then uh, all of a sudden, Kintaro's like, oh, shit! And he like, grabs the kid, and he jumps across the platform and gets hit by the train. It's so freaking insane. My favorite part in the show is another one of those um, ending things where they just they, they do a freeze frame. Right? They have this part where he, he, in the last arc, he's dealing with this very stubborn... Um, it's basically his boss at the company, like a um, the person he's working directly under. The guy's very stubborn, and he's frustrated at this guy, right? So he walks out of this building, looks up into the sky, and you see uh, like a semi-transparent image of the guy's like head, you know, in, floating in the sky. And uh, Kentaro gets pissed, and he jump punches into the sky at this floating disembodied head and it freeze frames he's like ah he's like punching the head it's so freaking <laughs> funny it's my favorite part in the whole show <laughs> oh Ooh. you have scenes like that then at the beginning you have like some weird transitions between scenes as if it was like a 90s screensaver at first or a 90s powerpoint where it like crossfades in different different ways like checkerboard going th- yeah they did they did have some very some very dated um transitions <laughs> yeah but then after like episode six maybe eight eight apparently the show probably had budget and was able to continue without doing that well um to that point in the last podcast when i mentioned i didn't think the show i didn't think you guys would be missing much I had only watched volume one, which is only four episodes. The show picks up at episode six to eight, like in that range. So it's interesting you bring that up because it's very possible that they did start to get a budget. The writing improved, the animation improved, everything started oh, yeah. to get better. Um, and it and it really sucks you in after that point. So, But we didn't describe the important thing. What is this show? The show is about Kentaro becoming a salaryman. Salary man. Right. Oh my, what shock. So before the show starts, his his wife or fancy dies. He's stuck raising a son alone. And he get I'll reveal this this plot point. He starts out as a fisherman because of his wife's 
wife's daddy's business. So as he was randomly swimming one day, he swam across this this uh, sailboat that was just stranded in the middle of the ocean. He gets picked up, and it was the owner of this construction company. The two talked, laughed it up, enjoyed themselves while eating some fish, and he brought him back to safety on shore, which he granted him a wish, and he wanted to become a salaryman. And before he met his wife, he was a king. He was a rock star leader of a bicycle gang uh, or motorcycle gang. Motorcycle gang, and and like he has like tens of thousands of followers because he's just he's a super he's a weirdly charismatic character right yeah he he just there's a way about him that people want to follow him because of his resolve and his personality that he even if he's fighting you by the end of the fight you respect him you know you know that kind of thing so so i I don't want to ruin the the final arc but for me, he kind of reminds me of a blend of uh, from great teacher Onizuka, Onizuka, and City Hunter Ryu Saiba. In the aspect of he's an ass, he may seem dopey sometimes, but he will get something done. And Kentaro he will remember is much, much less of an ass than Ryo. Yeah, depends on what episode for Ryo. Yeah, I, well, there are there's like one or two episodes where he genuinely. If you want specific episodes, I would say the one way, the time that the younger, he was facing the younger off the, the girl in in uh, Rio in uh, City Hunter, the younger the girl, the better behaved Rio is. <laughs> yeah, but you know which episode I'm talking about—the one with the boxing. I I, I just finished um, Collection One Part One. Yeah, that was in that uh, that was in that set. Oh, the boxing one where he shot the guy through yeah. the ear. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> by the Ooh. way, anybody anybody watching who has um, the City Hunter box sets released by ADV, can you tell me if yours are ghosting like really bad? Um, I have this thing where if if the shot goes from let's say a person's face to like a dark background, the face will remain there and fade away like for a long time. It's crazy how long it lasts. So. Um, yeah, that clip that you showed me of it had some really big vector lines. Uh, anything yeah. else for Golden Boy and Salaryman Kentaro? If you know, I actually they're... watched Kentaro. Sorry, I watched Salaryman Kentaro. I, I marathoned almost the whole thing the night of the last podcast. So it's been a long time since I watched it. It's been two weeks now. So, uh, oh, that reminds me. I have another pickup. Okay, so this is not in the correct frame because... It's an. It's not a standard size. I just stuck, stuck it in this bigger frame to protect it. I got this sick City Hunter poster. Speaking of City Hunter, that is a lot huger. Yeah, it's a lot bigger than, wow. it, than it seemed like it was going to be in the in the eBay listing. But yeah, it's from City Hunter. Oh, it's just going to be two foot. Let me click on my screen so that it stops clicking away. There we go. Yeah, so it's um. It's 29 and a half by 20, I think. So, or 28 and a half. And the standard sizes are 28 or 30, but it's 20 by 28 or 20 by 30. And it's like 28 and a half. So I, I have to get either a custom frame, which w- costs way too much money, by the way, or um, 
or I'll have to get a, a, a different size and, and just have like a lip or something. I don't know. So for now, I'm just going to leave it in there. But Would it be cheaper to buy some uh, – this is CB191. Uh, would it be cheaper to buy plexiglass and just make your own oh, frame? It was on, go back go back and show that again because it was on, the camera oh. was on me. This is uh, City Hunter 91. Yeah, it's only 13 episodes. Yeah, F, so with City Hunter, the original series is 52. City Hunter 2 is 62. Then No, I think the City first Hunter one is, three. Is, 60, is 63. Uh, that's the second one. I'm, I I think you're wrong. Sorry, but I do. I think you're wrong. You know what? Pull up the A&M list. I'm just going to pull up the Anime Planet because I can see them both there real quick. Okay. By the way, um, I've been talking 31. behind. I've been talking behind the scenes with. Uh, oh, fifty-one. Yeah, you're right. Fifty-one, and the next one is sixty-three. Yep, Augie was right. So I've been talking. I talked a little bit behind the scenes with um, the creator of Anime Planet a little while ago, and I, d I don't want to give. I mean, it was. It was. I don't think that the the conversation wasn't um, something that they wanted to keep private, but I, just for the sake of you know, th respecting them, I will. Um, but basically there's a, uh, a new feature coming to the site in December that should be pretty cool. So I look forward to that. Or at least they're going to try to launch it in November or December, pardon. And, um, and, uh, the creator of the site went through and, and sort of ranted to me for a while about, uh, cause I, I had mentioned on Twitter about how, um, it was shocking to me that the only people, the only anime YouTubers that seem to use Anime Planet are me and that anime snob. We're the only people that I see using it. Everybody else is using my anime list. And uh, because I had tagged Anime Planet in the tweet, they were, the creator, Sothis, was talking to me through direct messaging um, and had gone through the list of all the features that Anime Planet came out with first that other sites stole um and they keep coming out with like i don't know why anybody goes for my anime list because the the only thing in my opinion that my anime list has that anime planet doesn't is that they have adult titles um they have a, a big library of adult titles so if you wanted to mark that you watch that um then that's available that's the only thing that i see and then they've also got an app that's the other thing that that is a major leg up but um yeah i'm just i'm just constantly going to be shilling for anime plan because i've been on i've been a member of the site since the year they launched so um i'm, I'm a huge fan of it since long right, before so my plant launched but back to the uh, final question the final question yeah, on the, salary man kentaro and golden boy and the live action movie that we surprised people would you recommend it uh, yeah i recommend i recommend all three me too. Absolutely. The live action um, movie, I think um, I think that the anime is better. The live action movie is not bad. It's by Takashi Miike. It's one of his early works. It's interesting to see. It's interesting. It's interesting to see his style change from Salary Man Kentaro or as the uh, for whatever reason this this cracked me up. The U.S. release of the live action movie for Salary Man Kentaro was titled White Collar Worker Kentaro, but then in the subtitles they refer to him as Salary Man all the time. Oh, yeah. Did you notice in the corner, it kind of similar to the signs, like punching the top of this guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah I thought that was funny, too. Um, uh, that's uh, that's Takashi Miike, the director, by the way. Um, anyway, but the, the funny thing is that um, uh, 
the subtitles on this have a lot of errors, not translation errors, but like, for instance, uh, there's one thing where the guy says, um, uh, somebody is quoting an old like proverb and it has quotation mark, the text, and then it goes down to the next line and the quotation mark again, but that quotation mark should have been at the end of the first line. You know what I mean? Um, and it's just like, there's, there's little weird stuff like that. Like there'll be a space, like a word will be separated by a space when it shouldn't be. A, there's weird stuff going on with the subtitling back then, but, and also the, uh, what is this? The Pathfinder home entertainment, like the, yeah. um, the splash screen stuff when the, in the DVD menu is so pixelated. I can't believe oh, how yeah. bad it looks, but the actual movie. Didn't, movie so. didn't the beginning of it kind of remind you of FHE entertainment, like the old VHSs for Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Family Home Entertainment. Yeah. Um, kind of because the they had that. Plot, it's a pen yeah. that draws. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For for the white collar part for Salaryman Kentaro or whatever you want to call this Kentaro, he worked for a construction company to manage deals and mitigate workers for this construction company. Um, he worked for Yamato Construction, and it's an interesting it's an interesting journey through through the uh, anime. Um, I, I'm actually I since like I keep saying our, our podcast is magic. Uh, I I would actually buy the manga if it ever got released over here. Um, yeah. So seven seas, if you're listening. <laughs> if anything, uh, the an the anime sadly at the end kind of adver where it leaves off. It kind of advertises subtly to buy the manga for more adventures which i'm interested so it did, it's done its job yeah uh, i it, it it ends it's like it's one of those anime where like i feel like they stopped it in a in an appropriate place like one of the worst anime in terms of like, i'm not saying the anime is bad but just it's it suffers from peaking too early as ruroni kenshin uh, the Makoto Shishio arc ends, and it's all downhill from there because you just can't top Shishio, you know. Well, technically, season three was a filler arc, and ironically, that's when the show got canceled. For what? Ronin Kenshin. Kenshin. Yeah. Oh, you mean? Um, well, it's got like a hundred. I don't. It, the seasons keep changing. How long they can be, you know? Oh yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, it 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 gets real crappy uh, in terms of just. The st well, partially it's because Stephen J. Bloom was such an incredible shishio, and like just everything in that fight is just so insane that you can't top it. You just can't. And for a reminder for me, shishio is the fire mummy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, then again, the Samurai X movies are pretty good. Are good, but those are OVA. Those are separate. Those yeah. are those are different things. Um. And, they, and by the way, in Japan, they're not they're not even called Samurai X. They're just called Ruroni Kenshin. They're just Samurai oh, X was the title. X was the ultimate title, but the show's called no, Ruroni Sam Kenshin. Samurai X is the title that um, ADV went with because uh, Anime Works had Ruroni Kenshin. Right. So they, they used a different title, is, is how I understand it, at least. Anyway, I'm going to go ahead and skip most of this chat where you guys are talking about 2B TV. Um my stream where you can slap your friends with hard media. Oh, yeah, the poll. Yes, nobody's popped back in on that. 
Okay, so FDM says he got the uh, Pokemon Season 1 Blu-ray. That is a really nice-looking Blu-ray set. It's actually my turn to do the... Um, I don't have it, but it's my turn to do the uh, box set showcase. Uh, I'll pick that one. It's it, it's designed to look like a Pokedex, and then each disc least, is a Pokemon. It's pretty cool. At, at least show the pictures on the podcast. <laughs> I, I don't have the pictures. I saw it on Facebook, and I don't have that. I didn't save the post. So I believe this is the U.S. manga release for the European Blu-ray of Pokemon. No, there's a um, season one of Pokemon uh, has a Blu-ray coming out. Where is it? Here it is, season one. Yeah, I, I don't. I can't find more than just the the cover here. Oh yeah. Well, as you talk about your your Pokedex, I happen to still have my old Pokedex from fourth grade. Ooh. From Tiger Electronics. I think I have one of those somewhere. Uh, yeah, I, I like how the inner button's like a Pikachu tail. <laughs> tail for this. Man, I had so much fun playing with this thing. Well, I still haven't. FDDM says uh, Pokemon Blu-ray is like One Punch Man, though. The Pikachu image is on a fragile plastic sleeve. Really? Huh. Let me look back at this image. Is it really? Yeah, that's I'm sad. That's sad to hear. I on... I still have the oh, okay. AFC so... uh, Volplex. Not Vol. Volpix, from way, way back oh, then as well. Run out of battery. Um, say that again. Sorry. Um, I the still Volpix. have my uh, KFC Volpex. Oh God, I forgot KFC used to do toys. They used to have. Well, they used to have a really good sweet and sour sauce, but since they lose it, what's the point going back there? Remember when Taco Bell had those mascots before the Taco Bell? Yeah, the cat and dog, the blue blue dog and the, I guess, Dorito-colored cat. Yeah. Um, so like that guy here. asks, uh, how do we feel about the voice actors that passed away today who voiced Bulma? Um, I mean, obviously, I, I it's sad for the Japanese audience, but I don't watch it in Japanese. <laughs> um, what else she, has she done? She kind of died, died not at an old age, though. She's like 55, 56, but that's 55. Yeah, Japan, that's kind of common. I hate to say it. No, um, no, I'm saddened. Uh, I mean, um, how many times does it feel like, especially in the animation industry, um, people work themselves way too hard, uh, and there's not enough money? I mean, you just you gotta, it's, it sucks. You gotta yeah. really work. Well, it, um, well, for the for that kind of industry over there, she's at the higher paying range. Yeah, she died yesterday, and she voiced, let's see. Oh, she did a lot of, oh, she was the theme song performance in, uh, for the ending of Golden Boy. Wow. <laughs> wow. And then again, if you have a Dragon Ball Z voice act, actor in Japan, they've probably voiced every, almost everything, or that's she's, what the yeah, voice actor for Cell did. She's in uh, 10 Little Gal Force, the OVA. Um, oh, wow. Arcadia of my youth is Mira. 
Blackjack uh, as Sandora. So yeah, it's just gonna be in a lot of stuff. Blue Exorcist, Case Closed, Cat's Eye, which I'm gonna start watching pretty soon. As two different characters in two different episodes. City Hunter live action um, as uh, the voice of Psycho. City Hunter 2 is Kathleen, Cleopatra DC, Cyberteam and Akihabara, which, by the way, is one of the worst anime I've ever seen. Um, right, it so. might be. I think it's my least favorite anime of all time. I Something about it just... I, 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 I rate anime by... Do cutesy for you? Granted, I haven't I, seen this. Dude, it is fucking horrible. Um, I rate anime by like it, on my anime planet. If you look at something and it has half a star, it's probably because I couldn't give it no stars, or else it wouldn't ra- register a rating at all. Um, that show is so obnoxious to me. It's a show where I put it on in the background just to get through it, and I was just cringing the whole time. Like it, I was physically uncomfortable uh, while it was playing. Dang. Yeah, well. I don't know what it is. And then um, the one of the voice actors in that, like it's it's a voice actor that I, I feel like I liked in other stuff, but in that, it's just like it's nails on a chalkboard, you know? And then she was also in um, Legend of Mystical be, Ninja, which I also just finished, which 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 I also gave a half star rating to. might be the homegrown, homegrown girl that ADV tried to groom into a voice actress. I faded um, out and just for some reason. What? You did that uh glitchy thing. Out. She doesn't have a terrible voice, but for some reason in that particular anime, I just I hate it. And it's got the stupidest character names. The the villain is named Master Shooting Stars. It's so freaking bad. Anyway, I you just to that's finish bad. my point. That sounds pretty awesome. <laughs> No, no. When you hear them actually say it, you're going to be like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever watched. But anyway, just to finish my point, I gave Legend of the Mystical Ninja a half star when I first started watching it, but um, I didn't hate it nearly as much as the other shows have given a half star, so I bumped it up to one and a half. <laughs> um, okay, so, Paul, do you want to re-explain that for those who just came in? For one last oh, shot? Yeah, I will, I will. I just want to catch up on the chat real quick. Um Someone in Japan has the highest life expectancy, but I always hear people dying. Yeah, well, where um, is watched? He meant to say watched. The ending of Golden Boy didn't have an ending, though. It, the ending, the the theme, the song that plays in the in the uh, ending credits. Uh, that mecha guy says, "Is it true that studios in Japan take a, the death of a voice actor so seriously to the point that they would cancel the show altogether?" I they really doubt they're going to cancel. They're not going to cancel Dragon Ball Super. No. If ain't well, it might be delayed for a little bit because who knows how close they were to this voice actress. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be hard to replace her um, oh, yeah. in terms of relationship because, like, they're still using the voice actors from the original show, you know, yeah, the original I'm, Dragon Ball. From honestly, the I'm one. Yeah, I'm wondering how the voice actress for Goku's doing. Yeah, hard to say. Who knows? So I'm just going to go through this real quick. Uh, yep. So Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball GT, all the Dragon Ball movies, Dragon Ball Super, Dragon Ball Z. 
even the um, specials that haven't come over here, like Goku's firefighting regiment, um, Eyes of Mars. She's she was in that in the Japanese. Fist of the North Star is Ami. And so a lot of these, like I, I'm trying to look for something that is going to make you. Uh, that mecha guy asked me how I feel about it. I'm looking for something that's going to make me care more. I mean, it's it's a tragedy that that she's passed away, and I, I'm sure for the Japanese audience, it's got to really suck. But um, and obviously for her family and stuff too. Um, but uh, I haven't seen anything that she voiced the character in where she's more than one episode. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's a long-running character of something I actually watched in Japanese, you know? Like, I keep seeing stuff like, oh, I watched that in Japanese, and it's like, oh, she was one character, you know? So Kamikaze Kaito Jean, I might, if they ever released that in America, that one might might bother me that she died. Um, but I don't think that show's pretty probably over. It's not like they're going to keep releasing it kimigori orange road okay so that one i'm i'm obviously i'm gonna be watching that one in japanese so what was with uh with right stuff teasing their new announcements with a gift from kimigani orange road hopefully that'll be one of their uh kickstarters but i wasn't there for that panel actually um i think i think it might be um well not not right stuffs but um Animago is gonna gonna have a new Kickstarter launching uh, pretty soon. Hopefully, it's that or uh, you're under arrest. I would totally dig it if they did you're under arrest because if you think about it, how many boxes um, is that one at the moment? Twelve. That twelve boxes. Twelve. Four boxes. Four boxes. Twelve DVDs. Okay. Okay. Well, but they've re did. Is there a new series that got released by Sentai, or did they re-release the old series? Uh, seasons, I think two through four movie. Because then, then that would mean Animago doesn't have your under arrest anymore. If Sentai they have season one for some reason, if that's the case, because season one hasn't been re-released okay. outside of Amerigo, which I have no idea how in the world they're. Ryan, their contracts to have that strong of a stranglehold um, on their properties. Robert J. Woodhead, the CEO of Animago, is um, he has name that. He, he's married to a Japanese woman. He goes to Japan all the time. I think he's he speaks fluent Japanese. He's got a really good um, relationship with a lot of big name players in in anime is that's what i'm guessing at least um yeah but so, for for a company that's more re more releasing like black and white samurai movies yeah maybe maybe that's their niche yeah yeah no you're right yeah they do a lot of those um they one of the releases of uh 47 ronin the original one of the one of the original there's like 30 freaking yeah. adaptations of that but one of one of the uh chushin gue or whatever it's called um adaptations was released by animago go to i think genshin uh yeah. Shiruzu yeah. knows that i own all of the u.s manga core and central p central park media's uh, anime library this doesn't include uh I, the r18 stuff uh, I think FDDM brought up a really great point here um, regarding the Japanese voice actor for Goku, which is voiced by a woman, saying that uh, he 
he imagines they kept the original kid Goku voice and just didn't get rid of it. So now Goku sounds like a child. Yeah. Um, that uh, actually might be what happened is they hired a female for the, uh, for Goku in um, Dragon Ball. And then when Dragon alive. Ball, when Dragon Ball Z came out uh, and Goku was older, they just kept going with the, the original voice. That's actually a funny. Uh, That's a funny thought, but she, Goes out in public and does exposition, does like publicity stuff while doing Goku's voice and all the poses. Animego, I don't think, is up for a complete series Kickstarter, let alone Kimagori. Well, who knows? Whatever they've got the license to, they're they're potentially going to do. You say that, but that guy is on his deathbed right now. Hopefully, still alive. Who? Robert the J. Guy, oh, the, the creator, creator of, of Kim Orange Road, Road or K.O.R. Yeah. Yu Yu Hakusho, the OVA I'm referring Yeah, Yeah, I remember that. Um, actually, the only time Kuwabara sounds correct. I love that. I have that too. Of, uh, oh, yeah. that No, when they did it, the guys, you cannot forget, um, forget that voice. Maybe they don't don't FDD and them. I don't did know. They re, did they redub uh, Poltergeist Report? Um, yes. When it so they did. They did re, redo it. Um, did Funimation redo Poltergeist Report? Is what I'm asking. From what I understood, they did. I haven't rewatched it. Yeah. So I don't know. So so the one you're talking those, about. Uh, I it's it's listed here as the movie, but there's a there's a couple of movies, right? So, There's only two movies. Yeah. So this uh, this set, you might want to see if this one has the. Uh, well, actually, if the other movie, because the because the, the movies were released by uh, Anime Works and um, U.S. Monitor Corps. So Funimation got a hold of one of them. It seems more likely that they would have gotten a hold of Poltergeist Report. So um, check. Check that release. That should uh, that should have a redub of what you're talking about. With you, Hakusho, that's an interesting one because at first when they try to release it over here, it didn't do well. Probably cause the dub. Probably cause of advertising. Who knows? Then when you get you, uh, Justin. You're talking about Darn. when it was released through U.S. Manga Corps. It didn't do well. It didn't do well. Then. Because it didn't For some have the reason, show. There was two attempts from Anime Works. One attempt with the with you Hakusho movie slash Nik, Ninku. No, Ninku. Ninku. Then darn it, Funimation. His name begins with Justin. Savakis. No, 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 not him. Anyway, this Justin guy, he went. He got a hold of the series and got it popular. That Funimation got it from Anime Works and release and released it while it was airing on Toonami. So, according to Anime News Network, just to clarify, Poltergeist Report um, was only ever released by uh, Central Park Media slash US Manga Corps. Um, it was the uh, the one just called Yu Yu Hakusho, the movie. The, the, it ended up on the um, the Funimation re-release. So uh, he is Genshin is correct that it does not have a re-release. 
Yeah, Justin Cook. Justin, yeah. I always get him confused with um, Johnny Otaku. Because that's, yeah. that's, isn't that his name too? I don't know who that guy is. Yeah, that, that would obviously be John, Jonathan Cook. He's, you don't know who Johnny Otaku is? Have you ever seen yeah. the, uh, um, he's the one who's banned from like all, uh, conventions. He, in, okay, in, in, uh, Otaku Unite, um, yeah. he's, you've seen that, right? I have it, but the I haven't seen it yet. He, Okay, watch it, or, or at least watch, um, 2001 in Anime Odyssey, which is a YouTube recut of it that's really funny. Um, Johnny Otaku is notorious. He's like a, he is like a, um, he's like a radio DJ. Uh, I forget which state he lives in, but, uh, he plays anime music on the radio in this small little, um, thing and uh he he does cosplay uh and in in otaku unite he does a um he does a uh what do you call it um a a cosplay of sexy inuyasha doing like a, a strip tease it's like it's, it's freaking horrible and it's so funny at the same time you have to see it so why is this guy banned from every convention uh, he okay. He, there's so much to this. Um, he wants to be a voice. He wanted to be a voice actor. Okay. He kept telling everybody he was going to be the next Vic Mignogna. But what's like, funny is he cannot pronounce Vic Mignogna's name at all. Like I, I'm not even going to try to to mimic what he was Vic doing. Mignogna? I don't know. It just it was the one that was popular at the time because of uh, it, was, it was probably around the time Full Metal Alchemist was coming out. Because the um the guy he, the guy has great publicity publicity either. Some people say nay to him. Some people say yay to him. But he only has three voices. Before yeah, well, Broly, Broly, that, that, and after Broly. Well, I'm just saying that um, that he uh, he he wanted to. He kept claiming he was going to be the next Vic Mignogna, and then at at this one convention, he um, he saw a female voice actor who was a guest at the convention, he pinned her up against a wall and told her he wouldn't let her go until she got him a, a, um, a like a job at Funimation or something like that. And uh, obviously security got involved and he got banned from all conventions on like the Eastern Seaport or something. <laughs> so. But really, Vic Mignogna, you would think it would be like uh, Jim Cummings or something okay. like that. Watch Otaku Unite. It'll make sense. Okay. Because obviously the the guy's he's really delusional. It's funny. I, I back when um, back when Manga Entertainment's YouTube channel had Manga Cast or um, yeah Manga Cast uh, with Jesse and uh, I forget what her name was. Jesse and I want to say Amy. That's definitely not it. Anyway, um, Jesse and I uh, became kind of like Twitter buddies. And I, we were joking around that we, we need to go on a quest to do a docudrama um, to find Johnny Otaku and reunite all the people from the, from the documentary. And um, the, the conversation kept evolving until, until we decided it would be a docu, uh, it would be a biopic starring Vic Mignogna as Johnny Otaku. Anyway, you, you have to, you have to get all uh, the backstory. Uh, 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 like disaster movie. Uh, yeah, basically, you know, but except that, like, it's it hits home because it'd be Vic Mignogna 
talking about how he's going to be the next Vic Mignogna, but pronouncing it Vic Viganon or something like just he can't. <laughs> so bad. Um, anyway, you had to see it. Whew. Um, I actually get the blue. Yeah, you know what? Uh, a Blu-ray. Um, this is probably unrelated because I don't think you guys are talking about the same thing. But a Blu-ray of Yu Yu Hakusho would be really nice right about now. Did FDDNM ask a very suicidal question? I am catching up on the chat. Uh, they didn't okay. get it. Uh, I thought that was part of the movie collection or whatever, though I never watched a Yu Show, so I wouldn't know. You should definitely watch a Yu Show because it's incredible. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure they don't have the license for Kimigori Orange Road. That's possible. Who knows? Uh, it's the first anime I ever watched besides Pokemon, Dragon Ball, and Z. It still remains my favorite favorite season of season three. I think you like it. It's a freaking amazing show. It's so amazing. I liked when um, Ryzen enters, but... You know, there's not a single episode that's not good oh, yeah. of the Yu Show. Um, there are definitely highlights to it, like when Yoko Karama first shows up and he ate, like, all... There's some great characters in that show. Um, the first OVA of it, Funimation acquired the Golden Seal. I'm simply want, waiting to eventually get the Blu-ray to watch it, blah, blah, First OVA, Justin Cook. DM, Vegeta. Chris, about voices a character named Kuabara. I know you like DBZ. Yeah, um... The Kuabara voice is so great. That's just such a great voice. Oh, that, and that was a time where they were just making up voices to make voices. Yeah, I, I miss those days. Oh. So where are you on the, on the chat right US now? U.S. manga corpse, as in them being dead. Chris voices every character in every funny show. You know, I say that about... that's We, we play that game called Where's Piccolo every time we watch anything from Funimation. Mm, yeah, might as well. However, that's a bit uh, harsh for U.S. Manga Corpse, but oh well. Some company yeah, support. Otaku Unite, uh, to answer Genshin's question, Otaku Unite is a documentary. I actually have a bunch of anime documentaries. Um, I just It's one of the things I like to collect. Uh, it's, a, it's a documentary about otaku culture in the U.S., so it's, it's, it's like following conventions and stuff. And then there's some weird stuff like, um, what are those called? Uh, what do they call them? Kaiju in... Um, Pacific Rim, they have kaiju wrestling is another thing that they kind of cover in it. Um, so it's like people dressing up as like Godzilla monsters fighting each other in a ring. Um, FD answers, who, who is Jim Cummings? Who is Jim Cummings? Where, where do you live in Canada? Uh, <laughs> he's the guy who voices Winnie the Pooh, Tigger, Piglet, the good Dr. Robotnik, Lord Boxman. The singing voice of Scar. So, so many more. I mean, just look them up on ID, IBDM or IMDb. Yeah, that. Internet Movie Database. Yeah. Um, which, which is owned by Amazon. Did you know that? There is a Blu-ray. Oh, but there, yeah, you know what? I yeah, Okay, so he's saying that there is a Blu-ray of Yuhawk Show. You know, I never got this because yeah. they put the stupid anime classics thing on it. I hate those. I'm going to wait for a complete box set. Uh, in a nice box. Then I'll buy the Blu-ray. So, yeah. Anyway, um, all right, oh, so... So you heard it here first. Go buy that same thing he's talking about. Right, get a box, write nice on it, put it in there, and give it to him. <laughs> oh, what's... Yu Hawk Show has had Blu-rays for... 
Uh, Resonance also relate most to sensory use case. My favorite characters. I agree. Cool bars. My favorite quest roll ever. Uh, so I recently I had realized our anime Blu-ray releases is inferior. Yeah, of course. Well, it's going to be because yeah. Japan's going to get them first because they have the original source stuff, and then it's easier for us to license them after they've already been um, converted to, to Blu-ray. Oh, yeah, another voice Jim Cummings is done is uh, Darkwing Duck and Nega Duck. Let's see. Anyway, um, yeah, the, the reason I want there to be a Blu-ray is just so I can have an excuse to take these out of my collection for a while because I freaking hate Funimation's stupid-ass double-thin pack cases that are, like, coming apart because they're so old. You know, I hate these. I hate, I hate that age of Funimation. I'm glad they're not in that anymore. Anyway. All right, so uh, let's see. What... Um, Another thing to add to the Blu-ray remasterings that typically te that typically means that the license is alive and there's people who already did most of the work to come together and talk and licensors here can go over there and actually talk to someone to try to get it. Yeah. Okay, um, you look like you had. I'm, I'm shutting down. Fancy uh, burp. Oh. I, I may have, yes. Um, I'm uh, shutting down this computer just so the internet is faster. I cannot wait for part three and four of JoJo's Blu-ray or even DVDs. I just want to see it. Because <laughs> like I said, I exclusively watch what I own. Um, oh, I, I hope that they continue with the ridiculous dubs, personally. I kind of hope that they re-release the... Uh, is it Super Techno Arts? Yeah, Super Techno Arts release of JoJo. I hope that they re-release that with a crazy dub like the first, uh, the first arc did. Because that's the it's like people people complain about that dub being terrible, but it's the only way you can you can dub a show that ridiculous. Let's see. Would uh, any pre-orders on your side? Side of the world. Am I? You mean like two states over, three states over? But um, uh, I'm sure I've got something. Like I forgot about uh, Dragon Ball until I got the uh, the notification on my phone. But um, well, I I'm definitely I'm waiting for the right stuff sale, and then I'm gonna pull the trigger on some Sentai um, um, limited editions like Squid Girl. That so, should be coming to me on November twenty eighth. Yeah, I just I don't want to spend, I don't want to overspend right now because I, I, as you guys know, I'm launching a company in January, and I need to, uh, I I have to drop like probably ten grand to get all the print shops and stuff um, sorted out before I can launch. So That's I'm gonna be broke during during. Until until probably mid January, I will have like no ca no excess cash. Uh, this is why I'm kind of hoping that under the dog fails uh, in their kickstarting. Um, but I'll have like no cash, and then after that, I should have more money than I've ever had <laughs> in my adult life after the company launches. But uh, we'll see. We'll see where things go. Anyway, What's that um, I'm right, right beside you. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
So was that released by Genion or was no? That looks import. Yeah, this is. Um, oh God, it's dusty. Yeah, it's definitely an import. I don't. I'm not sure which company yeah. specifically, but I've never drank out of it. I'm not. I'm probably not going to. And then of course I got my pillow. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, I think episode three you showed that off. Yeah. Three or yeah, two. It just hangs out with the collection. Anyway, we should probably wrap up soon because um, i got to take over for my wife. Okay, so... And So, does anybody... Uh, I, so far, the only thing that's happened is FDM said that if, if you, we want to change his vote from Chargeman Ken to Blackjack, that that's okay. That would put Blackjack in the lead. I'm totally cool with that. If anybody else has... Uh, um, so FDM asked if, if he said he thought that was Inspector Gadget on the mug, and then he says, I will probably kill him for that comment. Absolutely yeah. not. Inspector Gadget was a show that they were going to, uh, that is created from the, it was animated by the team that did Lupin. So um, it is tangentially related to Lupin, and it's an awesome show. Um, in fact, I would I wouldn't be surprised if Inspector Gadget uh, cameos uh, sort of in the background in an, in an episode of Lupin somewhere. That would be nice. So uh, you thank the canceled pilot for Lupin Part Three or Part Eight? No, the it's eight. just called Lupin the Eighth. Yeah, Lupin the Eighth, which you. That's actually know, that's that's the one, right? That's the one that that they were that trying to no do. Doubt. Yeah, no, they were. That's isn't that the one that they were going to make, and then yep. um, and then. It became Inspector Gadget, right? Yes, because uh, some sort of disagreement issue, and since they've already spent the money, they offered to animate them a show. Yeah, TMS did, yeah. and they did. They did Inspector Gadget, which was one of my favorite shows growing up. Um, great soundtrack, great character design. So oh, that's yeah. that's why that's why when you see him, he's got like, and it's. They copied the the aesthetic for Cowboy Bebop, but like the thing where, um, and this is also from um, the Professional, uh, starring Jean Reno, uh, where the you've got the pants that end, and then you see the socks, and then you see the shoes. You know that kind of that sort of style. Inspector Gadget technically does qualify as anime. So does Thundercats um, and several other cartoons you probably watched in uh, growing up. So there's that. Uh, anyway, so. If everybody else is cool with it, I, I'll say we'll do Blackjack the movie just so I have more time to work on that Ava um, project. And wait a minute. There's one more. Ninja Cadets? So, no. Since what? we got the turkey carver, we obviously have to introduce the turkey of so Solar Adventure. Solar Adventure. Yep. I don't know if mine's open. <laughs> Let me find it. Uh, right. It's not that hard to watch or find. Yours. Yeah, so we're finally <laughs> like, watching one of these... Uh, Korean bootlegs. Why was this even made? Because Japan embargoed imports of their well, anything over there, so they saw some stuff and wanted to create their own. Is it good? We send everything to animate it over there. Common sense answer is no. <laughs> oh, this will not be good. This is a turkey. So in the same vein of... Uh, Mystery Science Theater 3K's Turkey Day. This will be our turkey to endure. Let's see. Dang it. I can't. Do I have Solar Adventure? 
You should have it. Space Adventure Cobra, Soul Eater. It's got to be like right here. Sonic it's been bothering me this whole podcast. I see like Transformers, Transformers 2, and is that Beast Wars or is that Armada? Beast Wars. Okay. Beast Wars. Yeah, these are uh, my, my overflow shelves. Okay, I do have it and it is open, so. Okay. We're good. Oof. So, um,. I have to add this to the to the description. I'll add a link there. It's like two bucks on Amazon. If you do buy it through the link, that'd be really awesome because in order for me to retain affiliate status with Amazon, I need to I need to sell or I need to have a link go through three products in 180 days, and I'm coming up on that, and I haven't done it yet. So if you guys do want to get it and check it out, um, definitely use that link because it's probably the cheapest you're going to find it anyway. And all these comments popped up can you go through those in the chat real quick while i add right, this to the I link shall, i shall so let's start with okay we already talked about riding i can't wait for part three part four jojo we talked about that i like part four bit rates i'd say aniplex probably has the highest quality blu-rays they're basically literally japanese releases well no shit <laughs> then I guess Gurren Lagan is the only good. You just you're just wrong right there. So, so do uh, H. This podcast is uh not. We got flagged for uh, limited to no ads. Got to be kidding me. Limited to no ads. Yeah, we we Adpocalypse hit this podcast. Huh. So annoying. Uh, anyway, I'm just updating the description real quick, and then okay, the chat. We do H two sixty four over here. Episodes fit nine dicks. Talking about bit rates for a second. I thought you were. You said Sentai. I thought Tsusaku like Super Sentai. Yeah, I get. I see that confusion a lot. A lot as well. Uncompressed. Okay, I was. I thought that Inspector Gadget. We talked about it. We talked about it. Brad will want to kill me for that compliment. Probably. Well, you're in Canada. Wait, don't tell me Inspector Gadget. That is so. Oh, yeah. That was on that, TV that, back that when Digimon was, was on TV. For that Ava project. Um. So Inspector Gadget was second anime then. Ava project. Whoa, that's interesting to know that. About Inspector Gadget slash Thundercats qualifying as anime. I think Thundercats was like some some uh, animation studio before they joined with Ghibli that animated it. So I heard right. through the grapevine. So um, I'm just gonna, let me jump in here real quick. Um, yes. That mecha guy. I'm working on a project for a compilation thing for Mission Ice Guys channel. And I, I just to quickly recap, because I already showed everybody else this, I'm working on going above and beyond with a certain project here um so i need time uh, the the bottom line is i didn't want to i didn't want to watch something that was subtitled uh because i wouldn't be able to uh to finish this project because it's going to take me a lot of time um so anyway that's the ava project i was talking i'm not i'm not working on an upcoming ava release or anything so nothing that cool right now 
So uh, back to comments, Mecha guy, because it is an Andoplex makes pair. Okay, next. Just isn't compressed like Japan. They have they have different trades. Let's see. I remember Beast Wars growing up. Awesome. Does Valerian and Lurian count as anime? No, it's French. Even though they do have an anime called what you just said. So yeah. That'd be co-product. No, that would be anime. The movie sucked. Uh, what? That is so BS. Not really compression. Oh, stop. Stop it. Oh, that looks amazing. Referring back to your Eva, Eva mm-hmm. CG model. Right. If you don't Rock. see compression. Okay. All right. So, um, yeah, I hate. Oh, no, that, I was going to say. Where's I like Defenders of Space. That's not Solar Adventure. I forgot. I I just opened that from from the pickups. Anyway, so I hate to I hate to call it an end here, but uh, my wife is um, taking care of the baby right now. She I, I'm supposed to take over like hours ago. Um, new podcast time is a little bit rough for me since I live in Arizona where we don't have daylight savings time, so it's an hour later for me. So it means it's an hour later for her watching the kid. Um, so. Uh, quick comment for me for FDDM. I understand the mumbo jumbo. I reading it's interesting. Me saying it is boring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, all right. So I'm gonna have to wrap things up here, guys. Thank you for. Uh, yeah, yeah, for for uh, tuning in. And as FDM said, go ahead and find us on Twitter if you want to keep um, so talking watching. between podcasts. Are we watching Blackjack or are we watching Black, Charge? We're doing Blackjack and Solar Adventure. Um, okay. Sort of the thing that Augie and I are going to start doing is uh, we're going to pick we're going to pick a um, something that's easily available, and uh, every podcast we're at least going to watch something that should be either already in your collection or something that would be really easy for you to get. And then we'll also do um, potentially something that Augie and I just want to watch that might not be as available or something like Solar Adventure that is really easy to get, really cheap, but you might just want to skip on it because you might not want to have it in your collection. So yeah. anyway, um, so that's what we're going to do. And uh, I, yeah, I, I stream a podcast every other week, uh, but in the future that might change to every week once um, Augie moves uh, to his new apartment. All right. All right. So anyway, um, thank you guys for watching and we'll catch you later. See you later.